La maudite des vieux chauds. I have seen the dark shadows moving in the woods and I have no doubt that whatever I have resurrected through this book is sure to come calling for me. David, you look absolutely terrific, honestly. You got like you got like blue on. This is where the worst begins. This is where we must stop. For beyond is the work of madness. The nightmare of insane murder and lingering death. Get inside and lock your doors. Close your windows. Someone is watching you. Someone is waiting for you. Someone wants to scare you to death. This is Albert from the Tuesday Show. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU. Now on a flipping Monday. Before we get into things, I couldn't resist playing that song. That was the passionate and objective Joker fan. Um, with, I can't remember who sent me that song. It's called Dave Hill is a multi-talented entertainer, and I, I thought it was a bit shameless of me to play it. But at the same time, I, I was so touched that... Uh, that uh, this guy took the time to write and record and release that song. And uh, I wish I, I, I should make it my alarm clock or something. Because, um, you know, I have good and bad days like anybody else. And um, that song I get a big kick out of. And, it, you know, if I can touch just one person, 
enough to write and record and release a song about me. Well then, maybe my work is done. Before that, Sleep from their new album, The Scientists with Marijuana's, Marijuana's theme. Am I saying that right? It's tricky. Um, their first album in however many years? Many years? And uh, it's pretty cool. And before that, Durando with Didn't I. And before that, a little song called Angel Witch by a band called Angel Witch from an album called Angel Witch. Probably should have used that for when I was trying to pronounce the title of the new... I should just use it all the time, really. Why not? Anyway, what I meant to say was, Hello, and welcome to the goddamn Dave Hill Show with me, Dave Hill, the pride of Cleveland, Zagnut incident survivor and assistant treasurer of the Dale Howard Chuck fan club, Medina Chapter. Hi, how are you? I'm reasonably well moisturized. Thank you so much for asking, and thank you for joining me once again for the goddamn Dave Hill Show, coming to you live each and every Monday night within reason from 9 p.m. to midnight, which is to say, the witching hour. Nailed it. From right here. In Saucy Studio A here at WFMU, home of the hits. <laughs> Located right in the heart of picturesque downtown Jersey City, New Jersey, birthplace of coconut shrimp. Look it up. Anyway, as always, we have a glorious program in store for you tonight. Tonight. Very excited to say the guest is you, dear listener, because uh, last week we had three guests, which is at least one or two more than I normally have, and wow, this is a lot of guests. That would tire out a lumberjack, and I was saying to James, aka Dez, after the show, that um, if no one emailed me saying that I had booked them already... Um, for tonight, which is, you know, happens sometimes, um, that, uh, we're just making it about the listeners and just getting loose here in Studio A. As always, I encourage you to go to the chat room slash comment section at WFMU.org. Well, right now, sexy singles are chatting away about everything and nothing at all. Including, but not limited to, Aaron in Minneapolis. Happy birthday yesterday. Dez. Wade. Lilith, 21. Dennis D. Trip. All Out Scott. Fleep. Ms. Sim. The list goes on and on. Super Meowy. Um, oh, Super Meowy with some intel about the song about me. The, the guy's real name is Matt Farley, and he writes tons of songs about just about every topic, and he wrote that Dave Hill song as part of his collection of songs about 
NPR personalities. How about that? NPR personalities. I don't think I've been on NPR in a little while. But I'll still take it. It makes me seem uh, sophisticated. And like I have a lot of tote bags. Something like that. Anyway, what else was I saying? Something important. Yeah, go to the chat room at WFMU.org. Follow me on Twitter at Mr. Dave Hill, at Mr. Dave Hill. Tweet at me during the show or just during life in general. It makes me feel. Uh, it releases some sort of chemical. I'm I'm told an endorphin and keeps you know. Keeps you off the ledge. I I I I, I don't know. Rate and review the show on iTunes. Five stars, one star, nothing in between. And to find out. Who I am, why I have keys to this building, why I'm knocking on your window, when I'm coming to your town, like uh, Johnson, Vermont, tomorrow. That's all I'll say. Figure out the rest on your own. DaveHillOnline.com. That's where the info is. My lovely and talented secretary, Miss Shayna. Why do I struggle with pronouncing names of people I've known for years and other basic words? Once, uh, once I turn on the microphone here, I don't know. Maybe I had I name. Well, the number. What was I going to say? Shayna Feinberg. She's, uh, she's out raising a human baby. Danny D. No word. We, we think house arrest. We can only assume the worst. Uh, so jumping into the breach one again. One again? Once, what's going on? Is it jet lag still? Probably. Maybe it's multitasking. A lot going on here in the captain's chair. Uh, James Fernandez, a.k.a. Dez. Formerly the pride of Montclair, now the pride of... Parts Unknown, New Jersey. Give him a call at 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. 201-209-9368. And uh, he'll put you through to me, Dave, from before. And uh, I really need the calls to come in tonight because, like I said, I have no guests. So, uh, you know, I have some wildly popular segments planned, sure. And will my professionalism... Uh, carry me through this no matter what happens yeah I'd like to think so but let's be honest if you've heard the show before you'd have your doubts too I want to thank the people of Pittsfield Massachusetts I did a show there Saturday night it was a super blast what a nice little hamlet um anyway let's grab some of these calls once again the number is 201 209 9368. I think that song in the background, whatever it is, someone should call and ask for love advice or something with that music that's playing. And I'll give it too. Or advice on anything. Why not? Hello, you're on the. I'm sorry, who's calling? Who's calling? Frank Zappa. Frank Zappa? 
channeling Frank Zappa. That's an improvement. <laughs> Why not? This, the pride of Bensonhurst, Ingdave. Moody guy of Bensonhurst. Moody guy. That's that's even an upgrade, I think. Really? From your usual status, yeah. Cadaver well, the mood is not great. It's been great? Your mood is great? No, no, it hasn't been. I'm shocked. I, I struggle more with English than you do. I find that hard to believe. Why is your mood no, not don't. why is your mood not great and how can I turn it around? Why shouldn't have been the question? It should have been a plural. It's no single answer. Okay. It's more than one thing. All right. How can I how can I help? You're helping right now. Really? Yeah. Oh, thanks. Just speaking to you it helps. It really does. We're, well, we're right back at you. It's a two-way street, sister. You're more of my shrink. Really? <laughs> well, I don't have one, do I? No, I should be charging more, which is to say charge something. Well, I gave enough. No, I know. It's, uh, I, I joke. That's, uh, you know, it's, it's a quote-unquote comedy show. Jury's out <laughs> on whether it really ever is. But, hey, you know, we show up with the best intentions. You're a funny guy, and you know it. One of the greats. There you go. Um, what else is going on, Ing Dave? Trying not to be miserable. Trying not... You're doing... You sound borderline upbeat tonight, I have to say. Yeah, I could have been in Hollywood. Why? I'm a good actor. What, why, why have you ruled out Hollywood? Well, for a start, uh, I'm a little too old. No, I'm. I'm not going to listen to this crazy. If you called to, to just spout crazy talk, I won't have it. That's usually that comes out of me. Just uh, doing the usual. You could uh, get all those. Like, think of all the wizard roles you could just snap up. I need stilts. Why? You're you're reasonably tall. <laughs> reasonably short, you mean? Uh, I'll tell you, like five nine. Couple inches shorter than that. Oh, I'm gonna be up all night with this one. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough math there. Yeah. Just minus two. Get the calculator. Okay, I'm gonna. I'll get Danny on this. Man, well, oh man. Me? You know, it's a roller coaster ride all the time with me. Well, you shouldn't be on meds. Who said I was? Except for me. Okay, that, that's the answer then. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll get off and see what happens. You're supposed to get off him slowly, I heard. We'll see. Not all at once. Then you could freak out. Because it's a select serotonin reuptake inhibitor. <laughs> what, is, what is that? That's the, the classification of the drug. Oh. Why not? I don't know. As people are just clicking off after hearing that. No, no. Before hearing that. They're loosening their pants, I assure you. <laughs> I don't know if that mean, what that means. I do, but I doubt that's happening. Well. I heard your show was great last week. What show? Uh, Thursday night, I think it was. Thursday night? What show Thursday night? Oh, Wednesday oh, night? Oh, I did a show, yeah. 
at uh oh at QED Astoria. Yeah, that was yeah. fun. I can never, you know, there's a lot going on in my little world. Yeah, I can't remember stuff, and I I'm not even high yet. Yet, that's the key word. Oh, the next time you speak to me, I will be. Okay, we'll call back in twenty minutes. Fine. All Later. Right. I, you know, the I'm I'm reading the message in Twitter, and everyone says you sound positively ebullient, or is it a boolean? How do you say that? It's one of those words I don't hear out loud enough. I'd go with everyone. That's what I think. All right. 20 minutes. Yes, sir. All right. Later. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Pride of Bensonhurst. We now move to, I believe, Dallas. Hello. You're on the air. Hey, Dave. How's it going? Really great. Who is this Neil? Neil from Dallas. How did you know? The big D. Oh, because James told me. We have a complex messaging system. Nice, man, nice. I got a simple question for you. I'll give, like, try to give you a complicated answer. So I'm like a rhythm guitar dude, like a Nirvana guy, but I want to know. I want to learn how to shred before I die in the next thirty years. What's the greatest tip you can offer, like uh, like an introductory kind of a approach to learning how to shred? Wait, I have a follow-up question. All right. What? Uh, why are you going to die in 30 years? I mean, I'm just, yeah, I'm Spit. throwing it out there. It could be three three years, I don't know. I mean, I've got a, I got a ways to go. I'm still a young dude, but you never, never know. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully, you sound young, so hopefully it'll be, you know, 35 years. <laughs> How to shred? Yeah. Uh, you just got to just, just always have your guitar out and just, just always rip on it. Are there, like... Like hammer-on exercises, or do you have to like learn scales, or I mean, do you have to go formal, or can you just kind of like watch YouTube maybe and do it? There's a ton of lessons on YouTube actually, how to play sweet licks. If you did just right. did that alone, you would probably learn a lot of sweet licks. I think I'm gonna look into it tonight. I would just so. that's what I, I I do that sometimes if I want to learn some new sweet lick. Yeah, I'm just like. Who do you want to shred like? Well, okay, so I think Kurt Kurtwood of the uh, Meat Puppets is an underrated guitarist. Oh, yeah, he's really good. Yeah, and just, I mean, any of the stuff that Ing Dave does is pretty awesome. And what you do, I, what I've seen, what I've heard. That might you know, be the best. Like <laughs> so, very introductory, man. Just I just picked up a new, like, squired vintage modified Jaguar from this musician, this old guy who had to retire for because of arthritis, mint condition, and like, it sounds so good, and I just want to make the most of it. Then, uh, yeah, just start, start ripping. Non-stop. Sounds good to me, man. What? That sounds good to That's me. That's all you gotta do. Yeah, but go on YouTube, and then there's like some... Just go, th there's a million lessons, and then you just learn, like, one little lick, and then you start mm -hmm. adding that to your repertoire, and then you'd be like, I'm going to learn some other lick, and then you add that to your repertoire. Next right, thing you know, you got a bunch of licks, and you're just melting faces. Last question, and that has to do with, like, technique. Like, when you're going really fast on the fretboard, and you're trying to synchronize that to your right hand strumming, like, do you also hit the note on the up 
upstroke of your pick, or is it always on the downstroke? I mean, if you do it on the upstroke and down, you can go twice as fast if you got the synchronization. Yeah, you got alternate picking, man. This might be worse than pedal talk, I have to say. <laughs> Sorry to ruin your show so early. No, no, yeah, just go, uh, yeah, online lessons. Go to join, do a Paul Gilbert's Artist Works School. You could learn some sick shredding there. Yeah, write that down really quick. All right, Paul Gilbert, got it. Yeah, he's the king of shredding. Thanks, Dave. Yep, keep up the good work. I'll check in with you later, man. All right, have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye. The number here is 201-209-9368. I got I to gotta check in with Des here in a second. We haven't really, really checked in. See what's happening. Des. Let's take some of these calls. I'll... Des is in the room. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, is that me? Is this Matt Farley? Hey, I heard I heard you played my song. I did. This is how'd the, it go? I I I let's ask James. How did it go, J- James? What did you? Th- First of all, well, this is Matt Farley, aka the passionate and objective Joker fan. Who, among other, among other aliases. Among, uh, where where do you live? Danvers, Massachusetts. Oh, beautiful this time of year. Have you? Do you ever get up to Danvers, James? Not regularly. No. Is that the western or eastern Massachusetts? Uh, eastern. It's uh, yeah, twenty minutes north of Boston. See, no, I've never been over oh, that way. Oh, we should we should road trip it. Sounds like a party. Um, well, thank. You. I can't remember who told me about that song. And and then uh, so anyway, someone told me about it. I think someone may have texted me about it, and I was like, I gotta check this out. And it's such a nice, uh, thoughtful song. Nice, thank you. Yeah, well, um, yeah, I've, I've released nineteen thousand songs. So nineteen. Oh, and now I don't feel as special. It's prolific. Yeah. Well, you were like maybe in the first twelve among the first twelve thousand. Oh, that's cool. That's mm-hmm. awesome. It's like a percentile. Wait, how many songs? That's like more than Bob Pollard writes. How many? How many songs do you write a week? It depends on the week, um, but you know, uh, twenty to fifty. They just fall out wow. of them. But that that yeah. your the song you wrote about me has like a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of like detailed information about my uh, life. Yeah, well, when I do those that. songs, I, I'll. I'll just bring up the Wikipedia page about whoever I'm singing about. Oh, there. I guess it was all. I guess it is all. It's all out there, Dave. Oh wow, it really is. It is all on the Wikipedia page, probably, isn't it? We could take a look. Huh. But also, I I have a lot of respect for you, anyway. So. Oh, thank you. I didn't have to look at it as much as I do for most. Well, I have I have a lot of respect for you, also, uh, for being so prolific and. uh, but yeah, yeah. I, have, I have 72 different pseudonyms that I use to release music uh, on Spotify and whatnot. Whoa. What do you, yeah. what is, do you, do you just do this nonstop? Do you do anything else? Um, I, I quit my day job a year ago, but prior to that, um, I was working a, a regular job and also churning out the hits. So now you're just churning out the hits nonstop. 
Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty wonderful. I love it. And um, listen, you said you want a road trip to Denver on June second. I'm putting on a five and a half hour concert, seventy five songs. You, you got to come up. Seventy five songs in five and a half hours. Yes. Mm. That seems like not enough songs. <laughs> well, there's also time for socializing. Oh, okay. Because my song, Dave Hill is multi talented entertainer, is only a minute and a half. Well, um, there's two. There's two parts of me. There's the like um, uh, traditional songwriter, and then there's the um, guy who writes about everything. And um, when I'm just writing about whatever, the songs are kind of short. But I do also have some more traditional um, songs that you know, three to five minutes. Nice. That's a that's a Saturday, June second. Yeah, yeah, come on up. I have, I'm it's like dark. Rain Man when it comes to calendars, dates, uh, had, and such. Had I known that, I would have included that in the song. Maybe I'll do a sequel. Yeah, the next one. <laughs> Did you hear the song, James? I heard parts of it. I was in conversation, but but I heard it. It was in, it was there. It was we were moved. You loved it. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was a bit shame. As I said, I thought it might seem a bit shameless of me to play that song. But then I thought, I have to play it. Well, you didn't perform it or no, write it. that so. would be weird if I wrote it and performed it. Right. So in that sense, I think you're okay. Who else have you... Wh- ha- What's that, Matt? Oh, I've written a few about myself. I just wanted to throw that in there. I'll seek them out. Who else okay. have you... Well, you've written songs about a lot of people, it sounds like. Yeah, you know, I was in a, like, a regular band like 15 years ago, and uh, we wrote all these great Bob Dylan-esque masterpieces. And then every once in a while, we'd write a weird song about like a celebrity or an animal or food. And I noticed that um, the good nobody wanted to hear the good songs, but we, I'd earn like a dollar or two a year from the weird songs with weird with weird unusual titles. So that's money spent, in the bank. So yeah, then I spent the next decade writing um, eighteen thousand more weird songs. And what what was your job? Did you say before before you? Uh committed to show business? I worked at a a group home for teenagers. Oh, really? Like counseling the youths? Yeah, yeah. I basically just talked to them about my music until they stopped misbehaving. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's a good... Did you write songs about them ever? Nah, you know, we're supposed to maintain their um, privacy. Oh, oh. That that was a test. You passed it. Could have changed the names, though. Yeah. Maybe, but they can figure it out know. the details. Yeah. Wow. Well, Matt, thanks. Thanks so much uh, for yeah, writing well, yeah, that I'll song see, about I'll put me. you on the. I'll put you on the VIP list for um, the extravaganza. Please, please do. I'll come rip some solos. Oh no 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 no. No solos. We told you to stay home. Sounds like. No, you come to the show, but I mean, you you you're just gonna have to watch. The 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 band is the only people allowed on stage. Oh, I I can respect that. This is my day, you know. I'll just it's, rip it's some my... solos in my mind. Uh, yeah, totally, totally. We're not going to stop you from doing that. Okay, thanks. Well, I'm glad we had this talk. <laughs> All right, see you then. Thanks for playing me. All right, thanks a lot, Matt. Bye. All right, bye-bye. I got shut down on the solo. He gave you no wiggle room, no daylight whatsoever. I, I respect that, actually. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of people say, come rip a solo. Sure, so yeah. after a while, you start to think that everyone wants you to come rip want. a solo. But it's not always the case. 
as just as evidenced by what just happened there. Not in Danvers. Nope. Is that how you say it? Danvers? Sure. I don't know that spot. The number here is 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. We have two hours and 16 minutes left. No in-studio guests tonight. And it's because... Des, you and I, we walked out. We were, uh... I got my steps in last oh, week. Oh, man. Running down. That was a lot. Well, we had three guests. Three, three guests. We had two, well, we had two musical guests and then Chris Gersbeck. Right. For a grand total of three. Of three, well, five humans altogether, I believe. And then a wall of sound needed to get up, set up and taken down in mere, yeah. mere minutes. They were really good. Chapo. They brought it all. And John Craigie, yep, Chris, yeah. So when we when we left, my promise to you, said next week, no guests, nobody else, just me, just you, a couple of dudes. Yep, just a couple of dudes, hanging out, waiting for the phone to ring. Just sitting there. Oh, there's calls on hold. We'll get to them in a second. Build up the tension, though. Yeah. I wish. Oh, by the way, I have to thank Amy Lou Dahl. Dahl. This is what happens. I start saying things like words and people's names, and Mm. then I start looking at, you know, the complex uh, machinery in here. The lights. And, like, looking at what's next, and then (laughs) uh, my my tongue screws it all up. But Amy Amy Lou Dahl... um, who sent me a really nice uh, toy for my dog, Lucy. Oh, yeah? Sweetest doggy in the world. Second, maybe. Who's the first? M- my two. No. But I, ch- I checked or not. Actually, I have three dogs this weekend. We're, we're dog sitting. For whom? For friends of ours from Montclair. They're having some uh, wedding preparations going on, so we took their dog... Three, for a couple days. Three dogs, that's when they take over. Two you can handle. Three? Three is pushing. That's when they're in charge. For, it's, fortunately, it's only till tomorrow night. Who? Oh, I just threw a call on. Who, who's calling? Oh, hi, Dave. This is Tim in Jenkintown. Tim in Jenkintown? Hi, Tim. Hey, what's you, going on? You're on with me and Des. Ah, sweet. I heard Des spinning some records while you were out. He is, is super badass, DJ. <laughs> Thanks, man. Oh, yeah. Appreciate that. Not that you're not super badass, Dave, but that's assumed. No, Dez is, you know. I try. He knows what he's doing. There's a high bar yeah. here. The wheels he, of steel. He crushed it when he was sobbing. And again, as I was saying, you crush it as well, but that's sort of assumed. Yeah, I mean, that's like, you know, if I'm Jordan, he would be, uh, who's not as good as Jordan, let's think. A lot of players but he was like the guy where like oh this guy's a badass dj oh yeah like bj armstrong yeah scotty pippen yeah i don't know why i'm referencing the 80s bulls are they the 80s bulls that i'm talking about 90s as well 90s bulls yeah um oh yeah they're stone cold that's why you know it's no coincidence well it shows that you're secure as a dj to let him on the air oh yeah You've got no fear. I sense that. Yeah, I mean, you know. And then if anything happens to me, God forbid, but, you know, 
this baboon heart if it gives out? Well, you live the extreme rocker lifestyle, so it's a little risky. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you never know. It's nuts. So, are you playing anywhere in the tri-state area uh, in the near future, Dave? It depends. What are the three states? Uh, Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey. Oh. Let's think. Does Pennsylvania have a tri-state oh. area? Yeah, Wednesday I'm at City Winery. Oh. What, that's not good enough for you? Well, it's not, It's great, but it's it's far away from my oh. little town. Where's Jenkintown? Uh, it's a glamorous suburb of Philadelphia. Oh, glamorous. is it? Would it? Is it near the Cherry Hill Mall? It's not really, but if you wanted to, you could drive there if you had to. Like if you're doing an impromptu stand-up or some sort of show, that's like a drivable situation. I mean, if I were to do that at the Cherry Hill Mall, you would come see me. Oh, in a heartbeat, of course. Do yeah. they have Good shows at the Cherry Hill Mall? I don't know. Huh? I don't know why I brought up the Cherry Hill Mall. It's rather random. I hope to get there someday. Yeah, it's a dream that'll come true. It's attainable. Here's my question. Oh, okay. It's like this. So, I've been trying to spe- spread a little Dave Hill buzz around Jenkintown. Oh, sweet. I need all the help I can get. Yeah, and I thought, well, you're entertaining me. The least I can do is help out. Sure. <laughs> so, so, people see that, you know, your book lying on my coffee table, and they're like, can I borrow it? And I'm like, sure. And it doesn't help you financially, but... They say, oh, yeah, this guy's hilarious. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I don't need the money. I'm loaded. Yeah, and you're, like, you're above that sort of thing. You're the artist, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I feel bad. So. Leave commerce to the people with more money than I have. Yeah. (laughs) So, anyway, so I was thinking, the only concern I had was that, you know, guys like Al Franken, and you don't expect them to turn out to be sex maniacs. Like, you think Al Franken, that guy's not the guy who's causing trouble. And then he's, like, causing all this trouble. And then you look at, like, Matt Lauer, and you think, that guy doesn't cause any trouble. He's Matt Lauer. Well, like a, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I think those t- two guys, I wouldn't put them in the same uh, category. You're right. But my what I was saying is, like, they're guys previous to recent events. You wouldn't think they were guys that were causing trouble. Like, they weren't sex maniacs. And then... They kind of are, you find out. So I wanted, this question's a little forward, but I just wanted, you, if I could clear your name before I recommend you and create a buzz. Oh, you want to know if I'm a sex maniac? Yeah, I didn't, I mean, it's a little forward to ask on the air, but it, I don't want to risk putting your name out here in Jenkintown and find out, oh, you don't expect Dave to be doing anything. And it turns out you're in the, like, you know, giant sex maniac. No, I would say, well, I'm a sex maniac, sure, but, but consensual. Not like the bad kind. Not the bad kind. That's I'm a sex. I would say more. I'm a sexy maniac. That's definitely yeah. true. You know, not that's, really. That's uh, how. Yeah, that's how. Predatory. He's a sexy maniac, but not a sex maniac. No, you know, I would say. Uh, what What's the opposite of a sex maniac? Like someone who just doesn't seem interested at all. Asexual. No, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Sexually apathetic. That's a good way to put it. Maybe, yeah, just because, uh, you know. Indifferent. Because you're dedicated to rock. I get it. Well, it would be like, you know, you can't uh, swing at every pitch that comes across the plate, you know. And then you have, then imagine if you had, like, a, one of those pitching machines just whipping balls all day long. Yeah. That's welcome to my <laughs> life, basically. I can't swing at every... 
the balls, right, the balls are just swimming across. It's coming across the, the plate. Hope to imagine. Non-stop. I can't. Yeah, can't I be can't swinging the bat that, that often. Rock world. No, I, I think you're safe. I, you know, uh, I'm not. I'm not. That's you know. I worry about many things in life, but that's not. That's not on the list. So you're saying it's safe to create a small buzz here in Jenkintown about you without fear that you'll turn in. Like I'll see this little blurb on the internet. I don't. I'm not. No, I don't think you need to worry about that. But you know. It's a load off my mind. Yeah, you know. I feel better, too. Thanks for uh, bringing this up, Tim. Yeah, yeah I'm glad we had this talk. Silently. You were complicated, co- uh, contemplating, but I thought, well, we got to get this out in the air so everybody can... No, let's it. definitely bring it up. Yeah, and now it's, the air's clear and everybody feels relaxed. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> except for me. <laughs> except for you. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I have to say I was shocked when Al Franken turned out to be a guy with problems. I was very surprised. Well, I don't really know. I mean, it wasn't extreme, but something went on there that he felt bad about enough to say, okay, you know. It's hard to even talk about it because you just never know. I don't want to stir up the pot here. I, we've already stirred no, up yeah. enough emotions, apparently. I don't want to stir up more things up. Um... Yeah, I don't want to, you know. Right. Let's uh, we've cleared the I can't really Let's offer any clarity. Deep. I'm just glad I've cleared my name in advance right. <laughs> of any uh, any street buzz you might be putting yeah, out there so in Jenkintown. You feel free to create a small street buzz in small town. Yeah, then and know that it's not gonna uh, gonna bite you in the ass. Tim, can yeah. I ask? Do you have a that's, plan on how you're going to go about getting the word out in Jenkintown? Yeah, that's a good question. What, what can we look forward to seeing? I think it's just going to be a person-to-person grassroots uh, situation. That's, you know, I'm counting on that. Until I get that, uh, you know, that sitcom wacky neighbor role or whatever. Whatever's my lot in life. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Wherever you're headed. Where, you know, the new Mr. Furley or whatever it's going to be. I am so definitely we know waiting it's, for you to become the new Mr. Furley. I, I mean. that's your like, destiny for you. I can't, it's kind of right there, isn't it? I see it. I can, can you feel it? I can kind of feel Dave as the new Mr. Furley. And then I can say, that's Dave. That's the guy that's not a sex maniac. Yeah. The, th- the good thing about him, not a sex maniac. Mr. Furley right. might have been. He's addressed the issue before it even happened. And, and yep. we're, we're counting on you not to be one. But I, you know. Let's get on that reboot. Yeah. Now, gosh. Well, talk to your agent. I'm sure they're working on stuff all the time. Yeah, I think they're saving. They're waiting till I get to be the right furly age, and then they're going to jump into gear. <laughs> right. They're all going to. Yeah. They're all. They're, gonna, they want to see that glint in your eye, and then yeah. they say, all right, let's pull the trigger on Dave's Mr. Furley. No, I actually like my agent. Oh yeah, he's pretty good. He's he's one of the greats. He's not negligent. No, I mean I told him I was like, hey, let's hold off until that perfect role comes, and that's when we strike. You know what? You just brainstormed it here. Maybe you could bring it up to him, like with your next call, and just say, "I'm ready. I'm thinking maybe I'm the next Mr. Furley. Do you have any roles like that for me?" Maybe it's time. Yeah, maybe we should secret this. Cause uh, let's be honest, yeah. I'm not getting, I'm not getting any younger. Yeah, you got to secret it. And uh, you know, I've had, I have a nice life, do all sorts of nice things, and have a good time, and. 
feel very fortunate. But uh, let's bring on. It's furly. It's getting to be furly time. He was. About yeah, f- that's the phrase you use in front of your agent, right there. That you just nailed. Yeah. Don Knotts was about fifty-five years old when he took on the role. All right, so I have a bit of time. Right, you can but practice in your apartment, and you'll be ready. Let's be honest, though. That it's not. You know, life moves fast. Early times going to be here before we know it. We passed you if you're not watching. And I have the jumpsuits. <laughs> I have. How convenient that is. I have all the outfits. Everything. You can walk right from your house to the set. You don't even need makeup, chair time. It's well, going to be now cool. Now that explains that thing that people may have been wondering about. Why you have those clothes, and now that's out as well. Well. I mean, the clothes, that's no secret. Yeah. The outfits. I mean, you, you can remember me from many things, but please put the outfits in the top three. <laughs> Sweet outfits, yeah. That's what jumps to mind. Yeah. Well, I'm planning on starting the buzz tomorrow at work. As soon as I sit down, I'll mention your name to my coworkers because now the air is cleared, and then I'll yeah, the, start there hey, and kind of work around the town. Let me, hip you, let, let me hip you to this guy who's definitely not a sexual predator. Right, that's how I'll start the conversation around 8 in the morning at the desk. And, I, and that should go well. I mean, I'll just, at lunchtime, I'll kind of bring it up again. And I will do that, and we'll see how that goes among suburban, you know, uh, office workers. Where, what sort of, uh, can you say what sort of office it is? Uh, it's just like your generic uh, office that you dream about working in with cubicles like that. It sounds Hello. like paradise. Yeah, well, that's my a cubicle filled office. Yeah, I know you, you've been in the rocker extreme world and dreamt about working in all and in a little office, but I've seen you know, I've visited people at these places and I, you know, I saw that movie Office Space. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, they can be pretty roomy, it's not bad. They can. I just, you know, I'm bad at showing up, even when I have a show business job. Anyone will tell you, yeah, not the best at showing up, watching the clock until you walk in the door for sure. Yeah, right. Well, I know mean, it's something you've thought about when you're having fun in, in the extreme world of rock, and you're like thinking, wow, I wish I was in a cubicle right now, but it's not all you would think it would be. Well, I could tell you when I, do they, do people still have those like, uh, just like a, a photocopy thing, and it's a lady holding, a, she's at her desk, and she's holding a gun, and it says, go ahead, I dare yeah. you to put something on my desk. Yeah, there's a lot of those sort of office memes and jokes like that that go uh, go through the tension-filled day. The That's beatings, my sweet spot, I have to say. The beatings will continue until morale improves. Right, there's a classic right there. That's, that's the number one. How can I ex- be expected to soar like an eagle when I'm here with a bunch of turkeys? Something like that. Yeah, that's like number two <laughs> classic for a, a generic office. I would, yeah. you know... So you kind of nailed it. Like, if you have to leave show business, if the Mr. Furley thing doesn't work out... You kind of already know the things you need to say. Yeah, I would do fine. In terms yeah, of office write. morale, yeah. I'm your guy. Mm. In terms yeah, of getting stuff done, not so much. Be, yeah. But, you know, I can go, you know, go in and check on Donna and human resources. Yeah, just walk in and say, I'm ready. I've got these sayings. I'm good with tension and being miserable. And then you just... You'll just sail right through it. If you can do TPS forms and paperwork, it's great. Yeah, guess, hey, guess who's not afraid to work through lunch and just have a wrap sandwich? Yeah. Me. You're a go-getter. I can see right. right. You've got yeah. multi. There's a lot of irons in the fire. The furly thing, the generic office worker thing, it's all working. 
But let's let's focus on Furley time. I think yeah. the office, you know, I, it's not in my future. I couldn't couldn't do it. To fall the back. office worker thing no. to fall back. Yeah, the Furley thing is the aspiration that you gotta like. No, let's Furley. Let's fur. I've been, you know, I've been in show business long enough. I can't do anything else. So it's Furley time. Would you? Yeah. If you use that exact expression with your agent and really nail it to him and say, look, man, I, I got to have the goofy neighbor role now. Yeah. Would you be okay with like a, taking the Furley role in a Threes Company reboot or would it would you prefer like a Furley reboot where it's like his story from his side of the apartment oh. building? Oh. Either, either one. I mean, both, they both Furley. sound like mid-season replacements to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's looking. That sounds right. It just sounds right. But um, either either one, whatever it is, yeah. Yeah. I'll take an associate producer credit. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be welcome to the set anytime. Excellent. Well, thanks for the chat, Dave. I'm glad we could clear the air. And I will tomorrow at my office automatically start saying at 8 a.m. Oh, there's this comedian Dave Hill, and he's not a sex maniac. Yeah. But he is the new Mr. Furley. Yeah, I'll put all that together at 8 a.m. Like 8.01, the, the, the rollout campaign starts in the office. Hey, bring a box of donuts. There'll be oh, more respect. Oh, see right there. Cause, yeah, see, that's what I mean. You've got natural office count. The donuts, it steams them up, and I just... Oh, I know, I know all the tricks. Yeah, and then I roll in a Dave Hell reference while they're eating the donuts. Yeah. Killer. I all like right, well, the way... Thanks for the chat, Dave. All right, have a good night. See you, man. All right, bye-bye. I'm pumped. I'm about to become really famous at this office. I'm excited. I hope those secrets don't come out. Hello, you're on the air. Hello? Yes, it's Dave. This is Benjamin Cartel. Benjamin Cartel, calling from Brooklyn? From Brooklyn, New York, baby. What's happening? A guest on the show, now caller on the show. You've called before, though, I think, right? No, no, I'm a first-time caller. Oh, this is massive. Congratulations. Yeah. This is a big day in my life. This is huge. What's going on? Uh, are you in Brooklyn now? I'm in Brooklyn right now. Just What's... hanging out in my living room, listening to the show. And I was hearing all this talk about Furley. Sure. And I got to say, it was on my mind. What about Larry? I'll take it. Larry, the wa- t- he's the quintessential wacky neighbor. I mean, yeah, Fur- that's right. Furley is the... The the landlord or the super? Which is he? He was the super, the super. Yeah, because I mean he kind of Furley kind of steals the show. Property manager, maybe. Is yeah, the when he looks. Yeah, but well, Mr. Roper was. He the, was awesome. Was he the landlord? He was the landlord. Well, Furley replaced Roper. Yeah, because the Ropers yeah. moved. And then they had their own show called the Ropers. Yeah. And Jeffrey right. Tambor was the next door neighbor in all, that show, I believe. It's all coming back around then. So you're, uh, yeah. He was the Larry of the Roper. He was, but he was like sort of like their nemesis, I think, as I recall. Yeah. See, I can see a character like Larry having a hard time getting going in these days. Well, yeah, you think? you'd be mistaken. When you see what I'd do with that role. He's the kind of, you know, the, Larry's the kind of like, Open shirt, hairy chest kind of guy. Yeah, that's. Have you seen me with my shirt off? Not yet. It's uh, there's hair. Believe me. Ask around. It's gonna be good. Well, 
Yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, I think Furley is amazing. You know, who doesn't love Furley's Furley? Don Knotts. And plus the cool thing about Furley is like Don Knotts already had you know, he had Barney Fife under his belt. He was, he, he yeah. was the incredible Mr. Limpet or how whatever yeah. that is. He had already know, done a lot of different stuff. So Furley was like a it was like a that was magnum his, opus. That was his victory lap. You know? Definitely. He had already yeah. done it all. Yeah, so like, you know, I mean, if you're going for Furley, I mean, and that's your victory lap, I mean, that's, you know, maybe you want to take some time. Well, don't no. Right away. I'm, I'll, I, I don't mind fast tracking it. <laughs> at all. Yeah. Don Knotts, we lost 12 years, he's been gone. Seems like so much longer. Yeah. I'm pulling him up now. <laughs> See, I know, this I miss is the thing. Day. Wait, where is he? You miss him every... He's buried in West... This See, this is the cautionary... This is what I don't like about show business. What? Westwood Village Memorial Park Cemetery in Los Angeles. That's where he's buried. But all, you know, these showbiz, they moved they move to, uh, you know, Los Angeles, and then they're all, you know, they die at Cedar sinai or whatever. It's the same track. They're the all same, on the same track. Yeah. And then it's like... They they're out there in Hollywood, and it's it reminds me of, uh, you know, when like chimp chimpanzees are in commercials and stuff, mm-hmm. which they're not yeah. as much anymore. The chimps don't get the work like they used no, to. No, chimps were huge back in like the seventies. Yeah, and they they eventually they have to put them like in a chimp sanctuary. Yeah, and uh, which is a home for wayward chimps, and they say the actor chimps just do the thing that they were known for mm. for the rest of their lives. It's understandable. Like, yeah. like whatever, if they were like a sea captain and they were would salute, would, you know, not a bad lot in life if you're a chimp. They, then he just goes around and salutes for the rest of his life. If, he, if he's been taught to, like, play dead or something, he just does that all day. Right. So I think it's something yeah. similar to these uh, old actors that kind of just stick around and die in Hollywood. Like uh, Johnny Weissmuller. thing that they do over and over? Well, no, but they're probably just like, you know, I don't know, I guess. I'm not saying it's not Furley time. I'm just saying I'm going to yeah. move, I'm going to get my money, move back east. Yeah. 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 It's definitely yeah, Furley man. time. I'm I mean, ready. I could see you as Furley. You could do Furley. I don't see you as Roper, though. Totally not Roper. No. Too no, kind for Roper. You, it's true. Roper had a dark streak in him. You could see it. He, he did. did. And then he had like that. Norman that Fell. That she always wanted to do it and he was not into it. Or, you know, I don't know. He just, she was like overly she was sexual. Hot to, hot to trot. Yeah, she was totally hot to trot. Hmm. Yeah, it says right here, Don Knotts died at Cedar sinai <laughs> Medical Center. That's where uh, they all die. Yeah. That's where, That's when you know you made it. I guess. Maybe I just need to die at Cedar sinai Maybe yeah, that's going to help your career. Would you rather be buried in a Hollywood cemetery where the odds are there's going to be many other celebrities there, or would you rather be buried in a smaller local one where your odds are likely to be the 
big fish in the smaller pond, so to speak. I don't. I'd probably be cremated. That's where you're gonna go. Okay. Uh, thrown out a I car, like that. car yeah, I like window. The, the big pond and the small fish. I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah, sort yeah. of. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't really care about where I'm buried. I don't really think. Free of this mortal coil. Once no you're gone, to. yeah, that's just like where are they, where are they dumping the trash? It's Who up cares? to you guys. You don't want a, a, a place for people to come visit. No, they can reenact your furly time because I'll be in their hearts. That's true. You are wherever yeah. they go. Yeah, I don't need to be in. You know, I like that. You can set up a plaque or whatever by you know the coffee shop I used to go to or something. Okay, that would be fine. A plaque is good. Something to think about. Or, or a placard. No, you now you're splitting hairs. I feel like. <laughs> I just I don't like that word placard. Well, you just you're the one that brought it up twice. I know, I know, I, but I, I had to work it out. All right, fine. When are you playing next, Benjamin Cartel? That's a very good question. I'm going to play on July second at Rockwood Music Hall two, at nine p.m. with my good friend Chris Gruen. July second. That is a, yeah. uh, a a Monday night. Is it? Thank no, wait, no. Here. I take it back. It's a different night. My my calendar. July second. Uh, that's a Saturday. I'm looking, I'm a, it's a Saturday. No. no, wait, no, it's not. I take it back. You're, it is. A you're Monday. right. No, you're right. It is a Monday night. It is a, a the, Monday. I'm gonna, yeah, I I yeah. Tr- I I didn't commit to it. It is a Monday. See, it's that rain man, that calendar. How does that, what is that? How do you do that? How would you figure <laughs> well, that out? Well, Monday is, is what? Yeah, that's Monday night, man. I just... I, I didn't want to believe it either. I just can, I just know stuff like that. And you can accommodate for a leap year, or does that slow you down? No, I'll tell you, this is how I can figure it out, because I have so much stuff on my calendar in the future <laughs> that I just have to be like, oh, that's like two days before, before that, this after other this. day, or whatever. Gotcha. So, so, okay, so that's fine. So what are you doing... Right around that time, then. I'll be in uh, uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, cool. Just chilling. Watch the language. Oh, man, I did. I always do it on this. Oh, I, I swear I'll never do it again. Well, we'll see. We're not going to give you, you the get, chance. Did you get that one or not? Yeah, I got it. I'm a professional. Oh, man. All right. Really tough. You're it's benched. really tough to not work blue. I'm doing the best I can. All right. Well, thanks for calling. I mean, you, you kept it classy most of the time, Benjamin. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for the, thanks for the good show. Keep up the good work. Thanks a lot. Yeah, man. It's furly I'll time. It's furly time. Furly. It's furly time. Did you do the ID? Oh, I didn't do the station ID. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show on W. FMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in New York City, and Rockland County at 91.9 FM, and online worldwide at WFMU.org. That's That's fun, fun, right? To go do that. I like. Oh, do that. That's, That's nice. nice. I think you, you do a good win. Uh, yeah, thank you. Oh, by the way, I, just a, a public service announcement. If you are one of the many people who ordered a drawing of me naked on the Titanic, 
uh, I've finally gotten them properly printed and put in envelopes and they're on their way. When did that call go out? Because I didn't get it. You didn't order one. I didn't know it was available. I tweeted it uh, that if anyone wanted them, and uh, I got a, quite a response. You're like a French girl? Yeah, well, I didn't. I was just kidding, you know? Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people were like, yeah, and I got all these orders for it. And uh, then I was like, well, joke's on me. Now you got to come through. So it was a real situation, but I finally got it taken care of. I, I'm, I run the worst uh, shipping and, yeah, shipping department. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't put me in charge of that, so, which is not really the reason why it took forever, but it's part of the reason. Um, but they're on their way. I'm very excited. Let's, the number here is 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. A lot of dudes calling in tonight. Let's be honest. It's usually a lot of that's, dudes. That's about par for the course. We should do, you know... I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. Hello, you're on the air. I was going to do the station ID. Oh, man, do you want to do the station ID? You did it already, so it's redundant. What's going on, Ing Dave? You can't be furly. Why? I mean, why? You're too tall. You don't have bug eyes coming out of your head. And you're not a nervous wreck. I am a nervous wreck. You don't act it. I know, everyone thinks that... Well, you know, the real-life Don Knotts was a hypochondriac in, in, uh... Oh, that's shocking. That's something I've learned uh, in my research. And he had macular degeneration. See where you go so blind. he had that when he was young. Is that blur? Oh, yeah. The eyes. Eyes. Do you have macular degeneration? A little bit. I was hoping. A little bit. <laughs> two drinks. Just a touch. Oh, yeah, my psoriasis is getting worse. There's another two drinks for you. Is Cellulitis it? hasn't healed. That's okay. so there's six there. That's a lot of drinks. Now you, your psoriasis is getting worse. It is. Is it getting worse over the course um, of this show? You mean? No, no. What if you found out that all your illnesses would go away if you just stopped smoking weed? Oh. Hello, ailments. Little. I mean, you're saying you're willing to live with them? I don't want to give up smoking. Okay. All right. What about shredding? What if you put down the guitar and you're healed? That's really hard. That's hard because I've done that for over three years. Yeah. So what? What do you mean? The guitar will go before the weed. You put the what? What for three years? Not playing the guitar for over three years. You stopped playing the guitar? I couldn't. Why? I had ointment all over my hands and fingers. I couldn't put it on the neck and ruin it, could I? You had ointment on for three years straight? Yeah. Lather up. Doesn't it? <laughs> and the way it looks now, it could happen again. Because it's spreading. Hmm. Wow. Well. And you wonder why I'm not in a good mood. You seem like you're in a pretty good mood. Are you stoned now? Yes. All right. Well, you, you've seemed all night like you're in a pretty good mood. I was looking forward to uh, smoking. And now that I smoked, and 
He's looking forward to smoking. I'm, I'm not wasted yet, though. No. You don't smoke during the day, right? You, you wait till later on in the evening? You earn it, kind of? 90 to 95% of the time. You're stoned 90% of the time? <laughs> I wish. No, it's the, during the day. I'm not. He's got things to do. All right. If things get bad, then I go to it. Crutch. Mm. What do you mean if things get bad? If I'm thinking like really crazy crap and I'm not feeling very good, which is most of the time. Sure. So there you go. Need a crutch. I haven't touched alcohol in over 27 years. I've been touching it for 27 years. No, no more not, than that. Not really. Well, didn't you start as a teenager? Uh, no, no. Um, I was 17 when I first got drunk. Um, people way before that. Yeah, but you're you're a wild guy. Wild. Not too, not too wild now. Wild. <laughs> All right, can you call back in 20 minutes? We, we got to play some jams in a second here. Certainly. I'll right. be more stoned. Good, good. My okay, plan later. is working. Bye. Bye-bye. I got some sick jams queued up. I was supposed to look before, and I... Uh, Wait, what? Well, for sick jams. I was going to come down and look, but then I, I got distracted with the the pen, the pen Gillette on bass pen Gillette, jams. He, the album is called Pen Gillette it's, Plays Bass? It's called the band, or the show before the show. And it's him and the piano player that is playing when you go see Penn and Teller in Vegas. He oh. cut an album with the piano player that warms up the crowd. Oh. And he learned he learned playing the upright. I was reading inside. Oh, he plays the, the, the upright bass? That's pretty cool. Yeah. I would yeah. Like, I've never played the up, upright bass. I feel like They're pretty cool. I might be one of the greats. It's never too late, Dave. No. Maybe I will. Let's Let's see who this is. The number here, by the way, is 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. Let's see who this is. Hello, you're on the air. So you want to be a rock and roll star? Well, listen now to what I say. Gives herself an electric guitar. Take some time and learn how to play. And then one of these days should be like Dave Hill. And then get to... Uh-oh. What? Hello? Yeah, what's up? Not much. What's going on? Is this Don from Union Beach? Yeah, what's up? Hey, Don. Shouldn't, what, shouldn't I be asking you that question on what's going on? I don't know. I just ran out. Um, it's nice over here in UB. Oh, I don't and, doubt um, it. The UB. Wait, what? Where is he? My masterpiece. Where is he? Do you, James? Do you hear him? I faintly, but it's not quite. What is going on? I don't know where he went. Huh? Hello, you're on the air. Dave. Who's calling? Sneels. Oh, Niels, the pride of Merrickville. We we just lost Don from Union Beach. 
I hope there's nothing wrong with our phones. Uh, who knows? I, uh... I was in the middle of a call, so I didn't really hear. You you were in the middle of a call? Well, like calling you, it all cuts off, you know, because it's... Mm. Um, I listen to you through the phone. What's going on? Oh, sweet. Wait, I thought you listened on your computer. No. No. Through the phone. So that way, like, when the call occurs, you know, it's like, this is so alive right now, you know? Oh, wild. Ah, uh, truly. What, what's... We haven't heard from you in a couple of weeks. How, how, how are things in Canada? Oh, they're great. Uh, yeah, weather's changed, you know. Just had a, a big town-wide garage sale last weekend, and uh, oh, there is some uh, definite interest in uh, growing this garage, this pocket universe. You mean yeah. you, you got some more cool stuff to put in your oh, garage? Oh, my God, man. Like, the gaudiest... Uh, material you could think of. Like what? All... Yeah, sorry. Like what? Well, like this giant throw rug of like this massive stag in front of like his clutch of does on a little mountain. Oh, it's mm. horribly good. That sounds glorious. It's majestic. Yeah, golden peacock mirror, a John Wayne mirror. Lots of mirrors for some reason. I think hey. people are trying to, I don't know, maybe make it bigger here or something, but Wait, so these are all... Th- you, you bought these from your neighbors? No, they're just given to me. Like, I was just... Lots of friends wanted to set up here at the house because it's a pretty good location, so... Um, I had a friend come by. She was selling. She makes kimonos. So she was setting up her uh, merchandise and uh, and others stopped by. But everyone that came by sort of brought, like, a garage warming gift. Oh, that rules! That's nice. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's all like uh, it's all just lending compliments to the uh, the Joe Tate piece that's up on the wall here. You know, totally. Wait, um, which which Joe Tate piece do you have? Uh, he, the I think that we all the ones we were just jokingly, uh, I verbally described to him the picture that I would love to have or a piece of art made, and yeah, lo and behold, it arrived in the mail. Recently, and uh, the here I'm staring at it right now. It's like the mime surfing on a drag <coughs> through a sea of lava, juggling uh, crystal balls. Oh, this is excellent. It this... is more than excellent. I... I got lots of compliments. Joe, if you're listening, once again, thank you, my he's, friend. He's remarkable. Amazing. I, I have a lot of Joe Tate originals in my home. I, I have a package for you, too, but... Um, going back to my running a horrible shipping department, I haven't mailed it yet, but you're about to get the mother load. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Take that to mean whatever you want. Actually, it's not that much. Well, yeah, just... Uh, it's going to be perfect for summer. Yeah, sounds awesome. Sounds awesome. But, uh, What's let's, going... Let's talk about the future. What, uh... Going on in your world, anything special? Yeah, it's furly time. Yeah, I was, I was listening to that. I think I'm more leaning on the Larry end of things. I, th- I'm fine with being the new Larry. Because I think your hair would be perfectly Larry. If I recall his hair, it was. Yeah, there are. Like there are. wiry and like steel wool going out a little bit to the sides a little bit. Wait, what are you saying? I'm saying you have the hair to do anything you want with. 
so. It is luscious. It's not steel wool-like, though, I don't think. Larry's kind of was, though. You could so, could you? I don't know. This oh, is pretty Dawn and his hair. Oh, on. yeah. No, with the, we, with the professionals help. that they have on set, absolutely. Yes. yes. Without question. Never mind, like, the, you know, the, the rug on your chest, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you've seen it. I, I've been at your house I, strutting my no, stuff. No, I didn't see it. I don't think I was shy. I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I put uh, it all out there. Yeah. Ask yeah. my neighbors. The blinds don't ever come down. What? Hello? Yeah, it's Dave from before. Yeah. Did we lose you? Uh, there might have been a phone burp there. I think oh, I man. That. Uh, did you, uh, I, I'm sorry, I gotta talk hockey. I just witnessed the Capitals knock off the Penguins, so I'm in a bit of a state here. It's, it's, it's all over then, right? They, yes, they're advancing. Ovechkin? Yeah, sorry. Ovechkin? Got the Crosby monkey off his back, finally beat him, and who knows now where these Russians are gonna go. This, the, this was only the conference semifinals, right? There's a long way to go. Yeah, yeah, they're just advancing. They'll be advancing to the Eastern Finals now against Tampa Bay. But man, oh man! Now Danny's going to call in since it's turned to hockey talk. Well, that's what when you were talking earlier, you didn't know where Danny was. I'm, sh- I think, yeah, he's totally glued to the screen. This oh, he out. probably is. Yeah, we but didn't I feel hear like from him. Mercenary, because I'm just you know not my teams, but circumstance determined me to uh, cheer for them. It's all hockey pools up here right now. Oh, man, I would thrive in that environment. <laughs> no, no, because when I asked you for your pick, like, I'm not. <laughs> what did I say? You chose a team that wasn't even in the playoffs, so. That sounds about right. Yeah. Maybe I misunderstood the question. Yeah, no, it was pretty It's straight. possible. Well, you know I'm more a lover of the game. No, I know that, and uh, that's why, hence my. Anyone will tell you that. You know, original six, mm. Rocket Richard, yeah, guys like that, totally. the greats. I, well, I'll, I'll rattle off the greats all day long. Toe well, Blake. you do at the intro of every show. You're, uh, you bring up some good names. Yeah, Dale Howarchuk I broke out earlier from yep. the, the original Winnipeg Jets. Hmm. You, stick, you try to stick to the only retired players, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I gotta go old school. I mean, arguably, Dale Howarchuk, I would say, is too recent for my uh, the game that exists entirely in my mind. I always like the name Luke Robitaille. That's a pretty good Lucky name. Luke. Yeah, I'll give goodie. it to you. Well, Hockey remember, does have think, the good names. Well, before I let you guys go, I'm, I'm like, I'm, we are getting hockey talky, but uh, it's not as bad as pedal talk. Oh, that, yeah, that was pretty. Well, whatever. Yeah, Dale Howardchuk is only 55. He's the same age Don Knotts was he's when he started playing Mr. <laughs> Furley. He's ready to take the role. It's all coming together. God, 55 was a lot older back then. Yeah. You think? Seemed it. I mean, I know I was young, but Furley looked like an old man at that point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right, I guess. But I, th- I think when you're... I feel like... They lived harder back then. They did live harder, but then also, 
I think when you're a kid, everyone, to me, if you're 22 or older, you're yeah. like a big grown man. There's no difference or, between 50 and 70 to a five-year-old. No, that's like, this is the argument I always have in my show business conversations, you know, because I'm not 22 anymore. And they'll be, you know, sometimes like, oh, they want it. Oh, mm. they're really young. Mm. And it's like, kids don't know the difference. Put my old ass on. Mm. That's what I say. You know, put, give me an extra five minutes in the makeup chair. <laughs> but, you know, I'm going, soon enough, I'll be, it'll be furly time. You know, and then I just ride that out, make a few million bucks, maybe. And then I get uh, my place in uh, Merrickville down the street from the Goose, and then I'm sitting pretty. You could open up your own Regal Beagle. No. Take on the Goose. The Goose is the Regal Beagle of Merrickville. We're, we're really going deep what Merrickville about, now. What about the Jack's Yeah, Beast yeah, show? no, I was actually, yeah, I was hanging out with Haley last weekend. Oh, yeah, she's the bartender at the Goose. Yeah, she brought you up, actually. That was Her and Scott were like, ah, next thing you know, Dave is blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wow, you guys know him better than I do. But, yeah, it was good times all around. Yeah, you were fondly remembered. Oh, good. Well, I I hope to summer at least in in Merrickville. Tim from Jenkintown can take some notes on how Niels spreads the word north of the border. Yeah. I'm taking taking notes from that gentleman uh, that called earlier, although I didn't screen you, so I was just kind of actually hoping for for a bit of some fallout to come out, you know, some skeletons. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's any skeletons, but I guess probably a lot of those guys didn't they think, didn't there think was... so. <laughs> they didn't think so. What? <laughs> we were just talking. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. oh, man. I got a feeling it would be like more something harmless, like, Dave, do you have a weave? No, no, anyone, anyone will tell you that's not... <laughs> I got a fake-ass weave. Uh, yes. Well, I'll, I'll let you guys go and get on with the show. I just wanted to touch base it's been a while so yeah thanks for calling Niels. are you are you down in the dab no no i there's too many beers on the weekend so i'm gonna you're bringing it down Ooh. before you bring it back up again well i mean if you can't approach it with passion why do it you know so <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's just for the routine of it well, give my best to the people of Merrickville, Ontario. I will, and I'll, I'll do my uh, guerrilla work here and keep spreading uh, the illness. Excellent. Thanks, Niels. All right. Hey, Des, uh, keep up the good work. I was listening to you there when you filled in for Dave. It was, uh, oh, geez, this again. Thanks, man. Thanks, Niels. Yeah, I think I actually hopped on the chat room, which I've never done before. Oh, I, I, I moved people. Yeah, that Excellent. was a night of passion, so yeah. put it that way. But, Thanks, uh, man. Anyways, keep up the good work, guys. And, uh, Stone Cold you, Jams. All right. Thanks, All right. Niels. See you, man. Ciao. All right, bye-bye. Bye. The pride of Merrickville, Ontario. We got to play some jams. Take a Let's breather. take this call, okay. and then we'll... Hello, you're on the air. Dave? Is this Danny? Is this Dave? Oh, jeez. Hockey talk begins, or continues, I should say. Danny D. Yeah, I mean, Putin's happy, you know. Wait, happy what? Winning and all that. Well, just 
Ovechkin. I can't root for Ovi, man. I can't root for. Ovi. Oh yeah, because Ovechkin's like a big uh, Putin fan. Yeah, isn't I can't it? root for that. I'm sorry. He's, I'll root for the Jets. I mean, the Mills should be falling for the Jets, no? With yeah. All that. Yeah, I, I gotta I mean, say, uh, yeah. It's not like they've won anything. O- so. Ovechkin. Yeah, said he's a big Putin fan. He's an oligarch in training. Yeah, he's like. But he's probably, a, I don't know, he's a, probably a dope. Yeah. We can only assume <laughs> for saying something like that. You know, but, you know, so how's it going? Really great. Sounds like everybody wants Dez in that chair, Dave. I mean, you know, uneasy lies his crown. Hey, he can have it. Well, when the Furley time happens, we're, we'll, we won't miss a beat here. Whoa, now now from the man himself. <laughs> I tell you one thing. See, so you so you think you're moving out of that Larry stage into into the Furley stage? Is that what you're saying? Well, either one. You know, I feel like I would hit them both out of the park. I mean, I still think you know you're a young, fresh-faced kid. I don't know what. Oh you're yeah, about. no, I'm probably more of a Larry at this point. I'm just saying when it becomes, you know, when I gracefully hit that Furley age, I'm ready. You don't think you're going to be more like, you know, the the, uh, the Sean Connery type deal? You know, Sean Connery was on Three's Company. I'm confused. No, I don't. Danny's drunk. No, I'm just saying the the aging graceful. He's turned himself into into uh, into Barney Fife over here. I don't, you know. Well, you know, whatever. I just want to, you know, make some money and then go to Merrickville and live out my days as a happy man. You know, while Des takes over. You get those sweet kickbacks. You do what, a little five-minute cameo call each what? week, and then uh, Des writes you a little check. Is that how it's going to work? There's, we don't get paid for this. What are you talk? What is he talking about? I think he just stunned Danny into silence. He doesn't know how it works here. Danny? Uh, I, don't know. I guess not. <laughs> I guess not. I don't know. I see you on my TV all the time, though, Dave. You see me on your TV? Yeah, you were on. That's because you've got the, security cameras you know, in, his, in his apartment. <laughs> comedy knock, what? Comedy knockout and all that stuff. Oh yeah, I was on the hit show Comedy Knockout the other night. You know, I won't spoil it. I didn't. I haven't had a chance to see it yet. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? No, I. I don't. I. You know, I don't watch myself on TV because <clears throat> I'm. You know, I'm down to earth. You know. Get yourself excited. Yeah, I don't want to get let let the <laughs> let the world be thrilled. I don't need it. I've already done it. You know, but no live music this week, Dave. What? No live music this week. What are you talking about? Guess, on your, well, see, there's guests. no live music tonight. Oh no, not on the show. Is that what you're saying? Right. No. But but if you'll indulge me for a second, Dave. What? People should tune in. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow? They need to tune in tomorrow night? Tomorrow night. To what? Elk City is going to be on Irene's show at about 9.30. And they're an excellent band, and I highly recommend everybody tune in. That's not, uh, no humor here. Just saying. They're good stuff. All right. Good job, Danny. Uh, You heard it? But other than that, I don't know. What's, uh, you know... Oh, well, it's just hanging out. I mean, you got all the classics calling tonight, so I don't want to be in too much of the way here. Wait, what? 
You got all the classic callers tonight, though. Wait, is your phone oh. breaking up? What? Dave. What's going on here? Dave, talk to me, Can Dave. you hear him? I, I, thought, I thought that was my speakers. I mean, no, my, my I headphones, know what but if it's yeah. affecting you, too. Yeah, I don't. That's, phones are screwed up. too bad. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, Dave, it's Evan from Seattle. Evan from Seattle, what's going on? Hey, well, I have not had a chance to call in quite some time, so uh, I think I picked a good night for it with all this Furley talk. Yeah, if you if you like Furley, you've just hit a street called easy. Love Furley. Yeah, he's and one of the greats. Can't wait for for Dave Hill for early time. Yeah, I'm re- I'm ready. Ready. I feel like I would I would hit it out of the park. And oh, um, loved your appearance on the Tick. Oh, thanks. As man in bookstore. Yeah, that, that was, was pretty an sweet. Unexpected surprise. I think everyone, the cast and crew, was surprised as well. And and for me, the highlight of the of the show. It was great. It was, you know, I left it all. That was actually, you know, I don't, I didn't come here to wow everyone with stories from the set. Showbiz tales of the Amazon show, The Tick. But I'll tell us, I'll tell you, as you, as you know, Evan, I worked with a dog in that scene, a German Shepherd, yeah. I believe. Okay. It was, I, I think it was a German Shepherd. It was all black though. Mostly okay. black. It was like a darker dog. They have other dogs besides German Shepherds that are black, so it could be any of them. It seemed like a German Shepherd, but it was like a really dark German Shepherd-looking dog. One of the, yeah, it was like the canine yeah. style dog. But they had two of the dogs that were, like, you know, sort of like Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. They had two dogs to play the role of one dog Okay, in case... I don't know if they broke out the backup. Stun double? Yeah, I don't know if they broke out the backup dog or not. But they they also had like an animatronic version of the dog as really? well. But this when I was shooting, they had the real dog. Um and uh so like this dog was sitting there and the, the there was the dog trainer and the dog trainer would give him uh hot pieces of hot dog okay and the dog was really psyched as you could imagine i would be dog was super psyched about it and um and the room's full of people because it was supposed to be like a reading at a bookstore or something and so there's at least 100 people in this room mm-hmm. right and then the dog trainer goes like hey to me like will you will you feed the dog some hot dog and I was like, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. I was so psyched that he was letting me, you know, feed feed the dog. And um, and then for liter- literally hours, I was sitting there. I was like, I wonder how he picked me right. to feed the dog, like, out of everyone, the cast, the extras. Clearly he saw something. Yeah, I was like, can he tell that I'm, like, a really uh, have a connection with animals? Mm-hmm. That he was, like... Dave should, but then we shot the scene, and I didn't. Right, I just forgot the fact that I'm the one that's talking to the dog in so, the scene. So he was getting the dog ready. Yeah, I'm the first one that talks to the dog. Yeah. So that was. It wasn't as complicated as I made it out to be in my mind. Took all the glory right away from you. Yeah, because I literally a good three hours. I sat there thinking like. 
he, the dog trainer can sense that I, too, have a way with animals. And that's why he picked me out of all these people. Did he let you take the dog for a walk? No. Oh. Wasn't allowed near the dog. Until? Unless, except I did go sit in the room with the dogs okay. at one point. I mean, it wasn't like he figured he was going to pick someone who was actually, like, saying lines and mm-hmm. stuff. So... But even if you whittle it down to everyone that had a line mm-hmm. in that scene, which is probably like five people. Still, it's nice to be. He picked me. Yeah. So I was like, how does he know that I, of these five people, yeah. I'm the dog whisperer? But then it turned out I was just uh But anyway, this was enough to set me off for like a few hours, just mm. really thrilled. And my hands smelled of hot dog. That's a good day. Dog spit, and I loved it, and I didn't want to wash my hands. So anyway, that's my little insight. I I put Evan to sleep. No, I'm I'm just listening. You're blown away. I I am blown away. It's a great story. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to tell it on. I'm fascinated by. I'm not going to tell it on the moth or anything. But it's it's pretty solid. What else is going on, Evan? Was that why you called to talk about the tick? Probably didn't no, expect I, to get I, that I insight. This is the first chance that I've had in ages to to give a call and, and say what's up. And I thought it was perfect since you're talking about Ralph Burley tonight, who I believe is probably the greatest sitcom character of all time. He might be. He's up there. I mean, he's up there. I know. You know, it's arguable, but for me personally. I think I got to put him at the top of the list. Well, it was really nice to see uh, Don Knotts. You know, we already loved him in the role of uh, Barney Fife. And then to come out there as a pervert in a jumpsuit all those years later, I think that was a treat for everybody. I mean, he had, he had the sweet ascots, man. Yeah. I mean, look at that. He, he, was, he was a swinging cat. No doubt about it. He knew he knew how to party, and he knew how to make the Don Knotts faces. These are facts. I mean, what more did Three's Company really need to take it to the next level? Yeah, they they it never it didn't get better after that. They they would change no, up mean, the third non no Joyce Dewitt. No, Joyce Dewitt yeah. was always there. No, the I know the non Joyce Dewitt I see woman saying. changed about three or four times. Like Chrissy, and then her cousin. And then Terry, right? Yeah, Terry. And then the the cousin, was that the one that married Bruce Springsteen? Oh. Danny, we need to run a check on that. Don't think so. But I'll check. All right, Evan, we got, we got to do a lightning round and then play some jams right. or I'm going to have a one seizure. One more quick question. Okay. When are you going to bring the Witch Taint tour or something out here to the West Coast, man? I'm seeing you going to England and I mean, everything. But, Witch you know, Taint? You're always... Jetting off internationally to Canada. Well, I was just—I just played in Seattle, Sweden, but but I never see you out here. I just played in Seattle like a week ago. What? Yeah. What? What was the place? The High Line. Do you know the High Line in Seattle? Yeah. I just played there last Saturday night. How did I miss that? You blew it. I'm telling you, because I, I always tell people, look at the website. I'm coming to your town. And I that, always check the website. I never see you coming to my town. I it's, did. It's, it's a horrible lie. Every time I hear it on the I radio, will look it up. Just oh, little, it's out there. A bit of me dies inside. I was at the High Line. I had uh, 
I can't remember what I had to eat, but it was it was nice. Yep. Oh man. I'll, I, actually, That's I'm gonna. Bummer. I'll tell you, I'm gonna be in Seattle uh, uh, June 16th. Awesome. I'm looking forward. That's to a fact. What day of the week is that? That's a Saturday night. Okay. I'm gonna be in Seattle uh, doing the live from here show. Me and Ben Folds. Cool. Oh wow. So there you go. All right, I'm gonna go mark my calendar. Do it. All right. All right. Thanks, Evan. All right. Bye bye. We got to do a lightning round and then play some jams, or okay. I'm, I'm gonna die. Gotcha. Hello, you're on the air. Hi, Dave. This is Andrew from Bergen County. From Bergen County, we're we're doing a lightning round. What's going on? I'm the one who called you back in January. Set you listening down the Triumph wormhole. <laughs> oh, remember? Yes, thank you. You were, you were talking about Canadian bands, and I, I put the worm in your ear, and you went down the Triumph wormhole. Yes, yes, I did. Okay, well, I wanted to tell you that this Saturday night I'm going to see Rick Emmett in concert. Whoa, that's a that's a, that's isn't he? But won't he unleash jazz on you? Well, he he's playing in Pompton Lakes, New Jersey, and he's playing an acoustic <clears throat> fundraiser show for a cancer organization. But I think he mixes in. It, it seems within the past ten years he's come to embrace his triumph phase. So we may have to sit through some of that other stuff. But I believe there will be a lot of triumph songs in the evening. Okay, well, I would I would urge you to pre- proceed with caution. Uh, yes, yes. But I will call you next week with a, how about a full concert review? Full report, yes. Okay, that sounds good. Okay, thank you. Okay, Dave. All right, have a good night. Okay, bye-bye. bye-bye. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, is it me? Oh, my gosh, it's a woman. A real I, live one? I only called just to break the spell, Dave. It's Melissa from Vermont. Melissa from Vermont. I'm going to be in Vermont tomorrow. What? Yeah. Where? At um, Johnson, the the school formerly known as Johnson. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, it is and always will be known as Johnson. I thought it Johnson, was getting Johnson State College. We don't. I rumor has it that the official name change doesn't happen until uh, July first, when we will join Linden State College to become Northern Vermont University. NVU. NVU. Mm. I'm trying to, you know. So, so I, I will arguably be the last comedian ever to perform at Johnson State College. You will. This is a big night. Oh, this is a thrill. I mean, that should go on your Wikipedia page. It will. Sure. You got to burn yeah. it down. I wish, yeah, yeah. Someone should put that on. You know, go and add that. Okay. Someone, someone may. I don't. I don't really have anything to bring. I just, boy. A lot of guys tonight. No, thank thank you. Yeah, I don't is know. Is that a surprise though, Melissa? Why it, is it though? It's because uh is it I I I can only blame myself, I think. We didn't even do pedal talk or anything. No pedal but I feel like when I do live shows and I look into the audience, it's fifty fifty pretty right. much. It's uh, probably fifty fifty at home. It's just you know. But people 
the pedal talk will, scares people. I will say, people. like, I feel like, you know, you really, like, last week you and Des talked about the difference between tampons and maxi pads, and, yeah. like, that should have been an opening for, for more women, female voices, but We're, we're here know. to be taught. I think you're trying. I, I don't know. I, I blame the patriarchy. I know. Well, you know, I, I have three sisters. Yeah. I mean... I don't know what no, more I have to it's, do. It's not you. I mean, it's it's just it's just our culture. I cannot. Yeah. Uh-huh. What did you just say? Oh, it was that kind of party. I I don't know. I don't know what I said. I'm sorry. <laughs> culture. I said culture. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I no, but I, I feel like too. you know, not a lot of. Uh, I don't know. Like I, you know, I can I can identify uh, fragrances. Chanel. I just don't know what else I have to do. Um, we'll figure it out. Yeah, no. I, I think you're doing everything right, and it's like we just have to catch up. Yeah, yeah. I'm not but the problem. No. I probably not. am the problem. No, no. You've cleared your name, and uh, it's ahead of time. So, like, it's great. So All right. Great. Okay. But um, anyway, Lamoille County is just just quaking um, in anticipation of your return. So uh, safe travels. I can't wait. Yeah. Very much looking forward to it. It's going to be great. Tomorrow night, 8 p.m., Stern's Performance Space, free. Now, can anyone go? They can. Really? I mean, Pe- for students? Well, I mean, people, yeah. The townspeople? Sure. Anyone the, can go. The, anyone... The people of Johnson can wander on in? They, they can, and people from Stowe. I mean, somebody from Sh- Stowe showed up last time. Oh, man, this is going like, to rule. It's an open-door policy. Gonna, it's going to be incredible. Standing room only. We may have to live stream it into the into the, mm. the Performing Arts Center. Oh, Why not? Crowd. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens. That's pretty Bring awesome. it on. I hope I'm not unleashing a public... Safety emergency, but get a head count probably. on the uh, get a head count on the male to female ratio, just so we can start <laughs> putting yeah, some information see together. See, like uh, you know, if I speak the truth. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, well th- thanks for all. Well, that's what we're all hoping for. So uh, safe travels. And see you tomorrow. We'll see the people of Johnson tomorrow. See you. All right. All right. See you tomorrow. Thanks. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hello, you're on the air. Buddies. Who who is it? It's Jerry from the phone room. How are you guys doing? Jerry. Hey, Jerry, buddy. It's a real sausage party tonight. What's going on, guys? I don't, I don't know. We're trying to like uh, show our femininity. I don't know how it's going though. To be honest, this is how it is at the bars. I understand. No, is your uh, is your role on Kimmy Schmidt as the neighborhood herb? Is that uh, is that, is that one and done, or is that a recurring? Um, I don't know. Hopefully, the hopefully the creep will be back. Because you were very good at it. Oh, thanks. Very, very convincing. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think I've, the that whole game? cast and crew was thrilled. What? Did you happen to catch that? What did I catch when I was on the show? I haven't seen yeah. it. No. Oh, oh Des. Okay. Yes. Sorry, Dave, but I haven't I haven't seen your It's okay. The work. thing about my work is it's timeless and you can enjoy it. Drop back in it whenever you want. Which episode was that? 
Oh, it's, it's three episodes, actually. Ooh. With the uh, Furley thing, I got I got it. You can do that now. Why don't you do a Furley prequel? For, that's actually not a bad idea. A great idea. What was he doing before he got the job at the apartment? That's right. Uh, that's a really good he, idea. The Furley prequel. The suave Mr. Furley. Okay. Furley's 40s. Will, will you make a voice memo? Yeah. Furley prequel. Got it. Thank yes, you, Jerry. Get together and start working on that. I got some ideas already. This is massive. The Furley prequel. <laughs> Jerry gets an AP credit on that, too. That's a really good idea. Yeah. As right, he was putting yeah, the wardrobe together. That's a million dollar. I mean, think of that. Well done, Jerry. We get the axe right. body spray people on board. <sighs> Writes itself. You know it. You know it. Jerry. All right, guys. Thank Carry you. On. See you, Jerry. Solid. That's a really good idea. Yeah. The prequel. We shouldn't even talk about it anymore so that somebody doesn't hear we the idea. We could call it Furley Time. Furley Time. <laughs> Is this... Oh, I, that I laugh. That it's laugh. Scott, formerly of Otisville. Yes. We really... This pendulum swung back hard yeah. into dude land after the call from Melissa from Vermont. How's it going, Scott? Fantastic. Shout out to everyone. All... Uh, the ramen gang fellas at Otisville, by the way. Yes. Going on, guys. Keep your heads up. Oh, they're up. How's everything going? Pretty good. Um, I got an idea if you're uh, if you're going to bring back the uh, the threes company thing, uh, an idea for Larry. All Larry right. needs Larry needs to be the resident pot dealer. But topical. He's always, he's always complaining about uh you know trying to keep the law like keep pot illegal so he's always like trying to come up with reasons why pot is bad uh because uh you know he doesn't want he doesn't want it to be legalized because then he'll lose his business Mm -hmm. wait no but if he's in california though can't you just buy like uh just get what what's what are those places called the dispensary dispensary i know a comedian she she got in on one of those. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I wish I had done that. Maybe it's, it's not, not too, too late. It's not too late. Jersey's trying to get that on the books. Can get in on one over here. I'm gonna do it. I I, I gotta get I gotta get some of that passive income yeah. going. Make money while you sleep. Residual I gotta. Income. Oh Beautiful man, thing. that's the way to do it. That would be sweet. When it when are they gonna legalize it? Maybe by next year. Really? Yeah. Do you want to go in on a place with me? I'll run it. No, I'll do quality control. Running it's too much pressure, but I'll make sure everything's good going out I the feel door. like you have a... No offense. Uh-huh. Take it as a compliment. Yeah, you have a it. good look for a guy working at a weed dispensary. I can fit right in. I feel like yeah, I would yeah. trust you. Yeah. You have the beard and the glasses. Yeah. Uh, so you're like, well, he's serious about it. He's take got my the work glasses. seriously, yeah. This is a great idea. We could do this during the uh, the off time of the Furley. And then with the yeah, well, the money you know we, we if we you know God forbid we don't sell it yet, we can make a little sizzle reel. Yeah. Of me just out pre furleying it. Work up legitimately work up our seed money. I love this. Mm. <laughs> what and but 
we digress, Scott. What what's going on with you out there on Long Island? Um, counting down days to this weekend. Oh. So I, yeah, I took the I took the week off from work, all the way through to Monday. Ram, ramen gang, you're not working this week? No, I I have to go in and do some touch ups on a on a house. Um, this house has been an absolute disaster. It's one of, I, I I nicknamed the house. This area is done, except for this. Everywhere you look, there's just little things here and there. So uh, I'm going to have to go back and finish all of those things that are not done. All right. It's going to be a couple hours, but the rest of the week I'm going to be uh, trying to get this house into shape. And believe me, that's a lot of work. I don't know if I would tell this story on the moth or not, i got to be honest. Probably not. But maybe. Well, it would make for a good story um, after it all plays out. I'm pretty sure of that. Oh, all right. I, I'm not. I'm not doubting it. He's teasing us now. Yeah, he's messing with my mind. It's gonna be uh, a busy weekend. We're gonna be all over the place. All right. Yeah. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Hey, a year ago, busy weekend was what? Rolling out some cheesy puff. Going down, going down to the yard. The heat of flour. Yeah. Workout. Shaking and, down. And walk some laps. Yeah. <laughs> Crunches. Shank it. Uh, probably uh, a run-in with the outlaws. Cockroach races. Yeah. Shank somebody on the way. And then, but don't you can't miss the 8 o'clock movie. No. They have movie night once a week or every night in prison? Um, it depends on the prison you're at. Um, but usually um, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night. Oh, three Ooh. nights? Yeah. Can you get snacks before the movie? Sure. You, well, you get them, you know, get them uh, on commissary. And then, uh, like at Otisville, they let you bring your chips. Or, you know, if, if it's commissary items, you're allowed to bring it down to watch it in the movie. Guys always got popcorn and party mix and potato chips. But is there a risk, like, of some guy, like... Because I could see if I were in prison and I'm watching... Uh, I don't know. Thelma and Louise is on. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I see like some guy's got a tub of Chex Mix. I would stab him for that, probably. Mm. The lights are down. Your odds are good. Yeah. And in the melee, you can just pick up the mix. Does that happen? Well, the problem is, see, that's a great plan, but until you find yourself I know. being the guy with the Chex Mix. Well, yeah, that's why I don't bring the Chex Mix. But yeah, but if you stab a guy and take his checks mix, now you've got the check mix. And oh, and then they're like, you're let's. In, you're in line for the next shank. Well, no, you're just like, oh, I don't know. You just, eat them. I mean, he you dropped them. Eat real quick. But then it's That's like bloody. Ch- out, they, they eat real mm. quick. You know, we eat because, you know, when you got your food, you got to eat it before somebody shanks you and takes your food. Now, do you find now that you're out of prison, do you still eat really fast just out of habit? <laughs> uh, I did for a while. I did for a while, but I, I, I was like, wait a minute. This is, I want to enjoy this. Let me slow down here. Mm. See, this is good to know. Pace yourself. Yeah. Mindfulness. I like this. I got a question. Is the commissary like a store within the prison, or is it more like there's a, a window and somebody's got access to all the shelves behind the glass, and you go up and ask for what you want, or do you get to, like, wander the shelves and... Um, Pick what you want. Everybody has their buy day, 
and you buy once every two weeks. What does that mean? Um, your uh, well, my buy day. I was a J day, so on on every other Wednesday, uh, I would uh, Tuesday night I would get my sheet. I would fill out all the things that I wanted, put that in the mailbox, and then Wednesday, you know, the, the sheets go down to commissary, and they have the sheet down there. When you get to the window, you give them your ID, and uh, uh, they, uh, they grab your sheet and fill your order. So it's not like walking That's into the 7-Eleven. not fun at all. Yeah. You're not like, you know, picking the hot dogs off of the rollers for yourself or anything? And That's you're like, oh, yeah, give me some combos let me while get, you're at it. Let me get one of those. Yeah, no, and they're picky too. Like if you if if you turn in your sheet and then like you're on your way down there the next day and it's like, oh shoot, I ran out of this. I, I need to get some. And you get down there, and it's like, hey, can I add on? Like, no, no, you can't. Should have filled it out last night. Oh man, <laughs> this sounds like hell. <laughs> it's uh, it's comical. Yeah, but if you know if you know how to sweet talk, you know. Um, sweetie, can I please? I feel like you really do. Need it. Like, okay, this is a lot. <laughs> wow. And then you eat it really fast. And then, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you got away with something. I like it. Definitely. Yeah. And you got to be careful when you buy ice cream, too. Because once people know that you're the guy that buys ice cream, then they always want you. Hey, because they're only like 45 cents for the ice cream cone. So it's like, hey. Put one of those on your sheet for me next week. Where do you keep the ice cream for two weeks? In the freezer. You get your own freezer? Well, we, we every house has three. Oh. And they, they, you know, you gotta, you got yours that you keep your stuff in. Everybody, everybody who keeps their stuff in that freezer kind of looks out for everybody who keeps their stuff in that freezer. Yeah. But you know, every once in a while, where'd my chunky monkey go? Somebody, Somebody got my chunky monkey. Wait, you have Ben... Th- wait, there was Ben and Jerry's in prison? That actually makes sense. They probably donated I it. am so ruining the public image of prison right now, aren't I? <laughs> I thought, like, it would be Briars at best. Like that. No offense to the Briars. Those, like, little people. plastic Sunday cups you got back in high school with the wooden spoons. But a chunky monkey, though, that that's, sucks. That's, 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 that's not a bad. common football bet. Wait, what? You know, the, I, the Steelers are going to win this weekend. Oh, you think so, huh? Put a chunky monkey on it. Oh, that's how you know you mean it. Exactly. All right. Yeah, but I want the points, though. <laughs> nah, nah, you said they were going to win. Were you scared now? It happened. Life on the inside. Yeah. Chunky monkey, though. I get, that, would, that would be hell, I think, if that was the only flavor you available. Don't, you don't like banana ice cream? No. It's pretty good. Well, it had a bunch of flavors. It had uh, vanilla and I think pecan and there was, was like five or six different ice creams on there. I wasn't much of an ice cream fella, so I didn't get ice cream too much. I tried to stay away from the freezer because, again, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a drama zone. You keep stuff in the freezer and then you go to get your stuff out of the freezer and it's like, ah, where is it? You, you dig through the freezer. Next you thing know, you know, you're... everybody else's stuff out, only to find out that your stuff is not there anymore. And then, you know, it's... Uh, then you got to stab somebody. Send you into a rage. Exactly. And that's, uh, you know, but I'll skip the chunky monkey. <laughs> All right, well, thanks, Scott. We're going we're gonna to take a break and play some jams and... Uh, Sweet. But uh, we'll, 
We'll talk to you soon. Call back later. Okie dokie. All right. Thanks All right. a lot. All right. No bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Let's play some jams, and I'm, I'm going to freshen up. You should do the month. ID. I should do the station ID. You're right on I time. thought Engdave was going to call back and do it. He's not here. He may have. He may have called. He's too stoned. I'll do it slowly. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU, East Orange, WMFU, Mount Hope, in New York City and Rockland County at uh, 91.9 FM. And online worldwide, galaxy wide. Wait, galaxy wide. Didn't have the button pushed. It's okay. At drive it home for us. Hello. Hey, did I interrupt you? You can do the you can do uh, the internet address. Uh, you'll be caught in a little matrix from the matrix. WSMU dot org. Would you do give me the, an echo for that? Do the org again. Org. All right. That was, that was a funny one. Thank you. Yes. That's from the smoking. Th- thank you very much. <laughs> All right, we're gonna play some jams. Can you call back in twenty minutes? Yes. All right. Thanks, Ingrid. Later. Bye. Bye. All right. Here we go. Get ready to have your ass handed to you. Yes. Yes. That was... That was close. It was close. As Des will tell you, the listener, I was just sprinting back from uh, my gravity boots station. (laughs) Uh, Oh... Um, that was A-R-T or Art, or maybe it's A-R-T, I think it's A-R-T with Rome Takeaway 3, another Stone Cold Jam that DJ Dennis Dredd in Portland hit me to, artist extraordinaire Dennis Dredd. Before that, Melvin's with their cover of I Want to Hold Your Hand, they're playing Friday at Warsaw, it's sold out, I'm trying to get tickets. You could do it. I know. Use my uh, show business connections. Got connections. Does Cavett know somebody? I have an inside uh, track. Nice. Let's play a couple more jams. I want to play. Um, did you hear this story? This is an enraging story. The two Native American brothers who got. They were on a college tour and some scared white lady was called the police on them. Didn't like the way... Didn't like the looks of them. No. And the police came and, like, took them out of the tour. They did nothing wrong. And, uh... But they have a band called Snot Goblin. Cool. A death metal band. Mm -hmm. And they're on band camp. And, uh... So people have been spreading the link around. I want everyone to go... Everyone should go buy the Snot Goblin album that... These, these, these two uh, kids, teenagers, band. It's a defining moment in the story of Snot Goblin. Yeah, but, uh, you know, hopefully some good will come out of this uh, bad, stupid thing that happened. Just backfired on her. But every, everyone can go throw a few bucks at Snot Goblin, go on Bandcamp and buy, buy their record. Here's one of their jams I'm going to play in solidarity with Snot Goblin. 
And then we'll play another jam after that. Yes. That was My Heart is Closed. My Heart is, that's in parentheses, and then not in parentheses. Closed for this season by Betty Swan. A song I've, I've played that a lot of times on this show. Not to brag. A Desert Island disc, sort of, for you? The go-to? Yeah, I, li- I like it. I've played it maybe four or five times on this show. I don't play that much music on the show, really. Not really, no. When you think about it. Get that early set in. And then before that was Snot Goblin, which is the the Gray Brothers, who are the two uh, kids who got stopped by the police for... Uh, looking like trouble. Looking like trouble, according to a scared, stupid white lady. Um, so go buy their record. Even if you don't like it, I get that you might not like it, but go throw a few bucks yeah. away and buy it in solidarity. Darity. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, Dave. This is Donna from Warwick. Donna from Warwick. Lady number yep. two. Warwick, New Jersey? Warwick, New York. Warwick, New York. Yep, up in Orange County. Oh, nice. Beautiful this time of year. Yeah, it, it actually is. I drove up to uh, Port Jervis, New York, up by the Delaware River today. It was gorgeous. What did you get up to up there? Oh, nothing much. Just checking out a spot for uh, kayaking this summer. All right. Yeah, yeah. Do you have, but, um, do you have your own I, kayak? Yeah, I do. It's, uh, it's actually like an inflatable kayak. Where do you stand on that, James? Makes it for uh, difficult kayaking. Does it? Inflatables, yeah. You've, you've. Well, I, I, I disagree. I think they're great. I mean, you can't take them in like, like super rapid areas, like right. class three rapids. But I'd say they're, they're pretty cool. Depends on the kind you have. Because they handle a class two. Yes. All right. I don't know what. What, what's the difference? I mean, like. Some are stronger, like, I mean, class one, two, and three. Well, class one and two, it's like baby rapids, and then, like, getting up to class three, it's, like, a little little harder, and I think it goes up to, like, class five. I'm not, like, positive, though. What ones do you wear? have to wear a helmet? All of them, probably, right? If well, you're in a safe... I would say, like, above a class three, probably, would be a good idea. Going down the Colorado River. Yeah, exactly. All right. So I called because I saw a pretty funny article today that I thought you might get a kick out of. What's the nature of it? Well, the headline of it is a benefit concert to save Guitar Center features 97 dudes playing Sweet Child O' Mine. Oh, someone tweeted that at me. Was it you? No, it was not. I actually don't have a Twitter. God bless you. Um... (laughs) Someone tweeted that at me today. I didn't see the article, but I saw the headline. I oh, did. Great. I it did a, get a it, kick out of it. Oh yeah. I mean, like, I, I love this one part. It goes, uh, "With a little luck, we'll get all 97 performers to play together as a headlining act, but not like together, together. Not like in sync or anything." The lead benefit coordinator, Jen Finn. Finn the goal is 97 dudes all on stage at once, as loud as possible, preferably not even listening to each other, and definitely not in tune. Yeah, no, that, that wouldn't be the Guitar Center way. Exactly. It's, uh, it's gotta be. Man, 
Um, now what I I'm trying to think what I did. I when I was a teen, they had a thing where everyone was playing. Uh, they were trying to go for a world record of playing. Uh, I think wild thing. Okay. Really. Yeah, and I, and I really thought, and everyone tuned up and everything. <laughs> they got ready. And it was something like, ridiculous like that, probably like 97 dudes. Foo Fighters did that recently. Or not recently, but actually, no, it wasn't the Foo Fighters, but a bunch of people got together and did, you know, they had 50 bass players, 50 drummers, 50 guitarists, did one of their songs. I mean, if you could get them in sync, I bet it would sound pretty cool. I don't think you could. I don't see that happening. <laughs> I mean, I don't, know. I don't think it can be done. No. It's a lot of monitors. That's a lot of monitors. Nobody gets ear, like earplugs, though. Like, you no. have to listen to it. You yeah. have to take it all in. Yeah. Explore the space. Oh, that sounds like hell. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a real hell. Right here, right on Earth, right at Guitar Center. Guitar Center. I almost went to Guitar Center today. Why? To just check out some axes. See if there's any clearance sales. I was walking the dog. I thought, maybe I'll <clears throat> check out some axes. Mm. School some kids, you know? Just go rip some solos. But then, like, you can't really rip solos when you have, like, a 65-pound dog attached to you. Not really. She'll be, like, pulling at you and making it difficult. She has no patience for that. Not on her watch. No. I doubt it. It's all It's all about... it. She, she's got to get where she's going, you know? Mm. She's got to sniff those bushes, you know? Yeah. See other dogs. She's she got a no, life to live. She can't be on your time, Dave. Yeah, she has no patience for solos. I don't I don't blame her. Even when I, when I pick up a guitar at home, she kind of... <laughs> recoils. She's just like, ugh... No, this not with this again. My cat's the same way. Oh, you rip solos at home? Yeah, uh, they don't like it very much, though. They don't. Animals, they bristle at solos. Yeah, they do. I don't know why. It's too indulgent. They don't appreciate us. They not don't. Art. Maybe they don't like the solo face. I don't make solo faces. Yeah. I just mostly drool a little bit. Uh. Just, I just kind of go slack. Right. I don't pull like a John Mayer <laughs> and make bluesy faces. I uh, I watch him on those uh, the Dead and Company live streams. He is uh, he's a uh, he's very bouncy. I don't know what that's about. Bouncy? What do you mean? He's like moving around too much, and the faces he's making. It looks like he has to like go to the bathroom or something. Like I don't know, man. Like, Wait, I where mean, where did you watch him? I watch him on, like, you know, like, e- e Dead and Company. Oh, he plays with the Grateful Dead? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, he does that whole thing. And, I mean, like, he's all right. <clears throat> I mean, I've never really been, like, a huge fan of him. But I'll watch them. I got some people I watch these live streams with, and we get them, and we put them up on, like, you know, like, a sheet screen with a projector, and we chill. Oh, my God, this sounds, sounds cool. worse than the, uh... The 97 guys playing Sweet Child of Mine. I don't know. Ta- no, dude, 
it's I mean it's cool. I'd like, hang we out. Ro- like we roll a bone and we chill. Like it's it's fun. The John but, John Mayer of it all just queers the deal for me. I'm <laughs> well, sorry. Like, I just kind of try to like ignore him the best I can, and then it's like it's okay, you know. But I I really I can't I can't stand him to be honest. It, it really like puts a damper on the whole the whole thing. Why so. why do they, you know. I'm fine with him doing his thing, whatever. I don't have to hear it. Right. But why Why did the the Grateful Dead say, like, hey, what if we got that guy? Why did they That's do that? That's my question. You could get anybody. I, I guess know. they wanted, like, a, a, a slightly younger person hey, to use them up. Trey, <clears throat> Trey was busy. Trey didn't want to commit from fish. Oh, my God. But that's a pretty long drop. And I'm not even a fish fan, and I say that's yeah. a long drop. Me neither. It doesn't make sense. I'm not anti-fish. It, I just don't, you know. Do you think they did auditions? They brought in a few people, and John Mayer's the one who rose above the crop? That just seems like on par with when Santana got the Matchbox 20 guy. I would argue it's a lot worse. Well, he was doing a whole album, so I can even understand the Matchbox 20 thing. I mean... You know, jokes on me because that worked out great for them. That song was everywhere. But uh, you know, Spanish radio, rock radio, Gaming. pop Just radio. Forget about it. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> the lack of self-awareness that you would have to have to say, and at this point, I'm going to go. Just forget about it. <laughs> That's uh. You know what? That's why I got to hold out for Furley time, because yeah. I don't have, I'm too uh, too self-aware to do something like, just, you know, I don't have the person, that, that's, that's, that's where you get the real stars. Mm. The guy who's going to put on like a, a leather jacket and go, just forget about it. You know, that's, you know, I'll never be a household name with in, until I can do that. Got to cross that bridge. You know. Be that guy. I don't, you know, joke's on me. me. Here I am taking shots at John Mayer. 1130. Okay, 11.30 on a you. Monday. Doing this free radio show while I'm taking shots at millionaires. Would I trade with them? No. 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 That's how cool Never. I am. It disgusts me. Oh, man. Yeah, this, I don't know. And doesn't John Mayer wear, like, a headband or something when he plays a lot. with the dead? He'll wear, like, a bandana or something like that. Yeah, no. He's got to get in yeah. character. Got to get in the get in the mood for it. Ugh. I guess so. <laughs> no thanks. No thanks. Whatever, though. People can like whatever they want. Doesn't matter what I think. Even though I'm right. Oh, his middle name is Clayton. That makes total sense. Oh, huh. really? Yeah. What a jerk. I'm enraged. Wow. Man, oh man. Hey, now, have you heard this? No. That I was watching the John Oliver show. Uh-huh. And I'm assuming it's a joke. But it was right... Um, that he says he's not he's not going to continue the show. 
Oh, really? Because uh, he has a koala chlamydia ward. Now, I, ha- I, have a, I have a personal interest in him continuing the show. Yeah. So I'm hoping it's a joke. I saw something. It is a joke. Jello Shutter Show is koala. Better be a joke. Oh, man. Russell Crowe's involved. Yep. Does it check out? Well. Oh, my God. My my computer just did something about a virus scan. That's never good. Trying to read. Anyway, just investigate. Find out if it's true or not. I don't think it's true. I need the money. Anyway, I'm sorry, Donna. It's in Warwick. Right, Dave. I got, I got, there was, you know, trying Lots to. Lots of stuff going on. This topical news item came across my desk. No way. Well, it was on my mind. What is it? Oh, the thing I was just saying about the John Oliver show. Oh. I, he was joking around that it was canceled, and I, and I was watching, and I was like, wait a minute. You're not the only one who's worried. Well, it's a hoax, right? Well, he apparently sold the bit all the way through the end of the episode. He did. Yeah. But he's got a contract for three more years. Yeah, yeah. It's so, a humor joke. Unless he wants to... I'm, you know... <laughs> I mean, it's easy for me to go into panic. Yeah, no, sure. You got, like you said, you're vested. Yeah, vested. Vested. Well, D- Donna, when, did, did you or did you not... I forget where we left it with the kayak. Yeah. Did you get a kayak? I've had this kayak for like over a year, I think, two years. How long does a kayak last? I guess it depends on how hard you use it. I'd probably kayak it like like uh, they were going to drain the rivers tomorrow. Is it sturdy, like, like those rubber inner tubes, or is it like just a regular sort of pool blow-up type of... No, no, it's it's sturdy. It's like, I mean, have you ever gone rafting? Yeah. It's as sturdy as one of those what rafts. We, okay. So it's it's pretty durable. You don't want to rip that up on the bottom of the river. No. Wait, no, so I'm... a kayak... I'm thinking of kayak as the boat that's... It's like a really thin, and you're in there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Really... Shoved tight. in there, yeah. tight. That's a kayak yes. to my mind. Yes. And then yes. it flips over, yes. and you're trapped underwater and you die. I did that. One. That's well, a kayak, n- right? No. Yes. Um. I you mean, got- maybe with like certain certain types, like the, especially the plastic ones, but not with mine. I could I could flip right out. It'd be cool. Flip it back over. It's pretty light. Wait, but you you just uh, wait, James, you got trapped under the water i got rolled out i slid you know you're able instinct kicks in and you kind of shimmy right out of it but i did roll in the navisink a couple years ago oh where in the navisink river down the shore wow it was it wasn't exciting at any point did you think you were gonna die for a brief second because i was at the back you know there was there was four of us each in our own kayak and i was i was in i was in the uh the rear position so. Wait, there's four of you in the kayak? No, there's four of us individually. Four kayakers. Four, four kayaks, four people, yeah. And uh, yeah. did you know, did we know each other yet when this happened? Maybe. Possibly. Did you flash at any point in your mind that you would never see me again? Then Until no. the afterlife? This must have been before. Okay. Because that, that, didn't, that didn't concern me at the time. No. James, was this the first time you've ever like rolled your kayak? 
Yes. Oh, wow. I wasn't used to the bigger river. I had done more like lakes and, and, and like swamps and stuff like that, but there was a, there was a current. There That's were, a, there this is boats. a literal, right. a literal just stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Yeah, yeah. TLC, um, Life Imitates Art. And it was a new kayak, not new, but like it was a kayak that I hadn't used before, so it was a little skinnier and faster and, and more responsive, which I wasn't ready for i was in a little over my head no pun intended literally you were literally yeah once again but i lost my sunglasses that was the worst did you get them back or no no they're at the bottom of the river some sweet reflective aviators they were awesome man what river is the scare the what river the navisink navisink down by uh monster magnet country down by red bank oh in the south south jersey yeah what about uh you ever you ever kayak in the Snake River? No. That's probably a serious sounds legit. It's out west, yeah. I think. That's the one that oh no, that was Snake Canyon that Evil Knievel jumped, right? Or is that Snake River? I don't know. Danny D, run a check on that. We never did find out what why Danny D didn't come in. He's dodging it. What a monster. I owe him money too. You think you would You'd think he would come and that would be enough to entice him. Cold mm. hard cash. Not to, you know, air. You know, but we have a gambling. We have a fantasy football league. Oh, is that what's happening? Danny and I do, yeah. Yeah, it's just us just two. Just the two of you? Yeah. And uh, neither, I don't know anything about football, so I tend to lose a lot of money quickly. Mm. It's not a good way to bait. Did you, lose, did, you, did you bet on the Kentucky Derby this weekend? Yeah, I bet $4,000. How'd that go? I lost it. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't watch the race. That's too bad. All right, Donna. We'll All right, Dave. Keep up the good work. Thanks. You too. Stay hydrated. Thank you. See you. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, maybe this is... Hello, you're on the air. Hello? 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 Yeah, it's Dave from before. Hey, Dave. Who, who's uh, calling? It's Cyrus. Z- I had a feeling. <laughs> Cyrus Why's from that? Brooklyn. Cyrus from Brooklyn. What's up, Cyrus? What's good? What's good? What's good? Why don't you tell us? Um, well, I've spent the last like, few hours researching, uh, just looking at images of old hardcore and punk shows. <laughs> Sounds like a wormhole or the rabbit yeah. hole. Yeah. Definitely. And I'm trying to find like pictures of of kind of like bad turnouts or like <clears throat> but the, I, I searched bad punk show and uh, I got a bunch of bad brains images which is great but wait why do you why do you want a picture of a bad punk show um I'm making a I'm making an ad for my friend's comic book um advertising uh these guys that I made called fanboys like they're uh inflatable punk rockers that you would uh that, that uh, they're inflatable punk rockers, you know, kind of like the uh, uh, wacky flailing tube man thing. Oh, okay. What? And uh, oh, I made a sculpture of that a while ago, and he liked it. Like, you want to put that in my, like as an ad in this comic book? So, I want to make like you know, goofy Photoshop images of that guy and bad circle pits. Just insert him. I see. 
Just cut him into the I picture. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So art. Do you have any? Do you have any recommendations for um, bad turnouts for punk shows or other uh, like empty crowds? Sick yeah, of it all like, in 2018. No, just kidding. I don't know why I took a shot at them. They didn't deserve it. Well, I mean, I could do like you know the uh, uh, I could do a, the uh, inauguration thing, but yeah, do that. But I mean, I, I don't know if that that might actually work. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't know. Isn't mo- most most hardcore? When you listen back to it, doesn't age very well. No. The music or the uh... none of it either. <laughs> Absolutely. Like bad well, bad brains. Yeah, some of it ages very well. Bad brains, Gorilla Biscuits. But I, I don't want to name the bands that don't age very well. But uh, let's just say all the ones I didn't name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Basically. Well, well, I mean, if you if you have any recommendations for that, it would help me out a little bit for this. For this Wait, you're of of, of of poorly attended hardcore shows. Yeah, ideally. I mean, I've like photoshopped some in a bad brain show, and it looks, it looks too good. I mean, it looks nice and funny. I'm trying to make this ad look like an old. Um, I found these funny. Um, like comic book ads for inflatable sex dolls, which are funny. Always funny. Own, mm-hmm. But like, Gold. I want to take that design and then flip it. We're veering into Pebble Talk level. Are we? Uh, specificity. Well, if you... Because I thought you were going bring it, about to bring out Photoshop layers. Oh, no, no. Would have, that would have been dangerous territory. I'm not a nerd. I know how to, I know how to work Photoshop, kind of, but I mean. <laughs> I met someone from Adobe the other night, not to brag. Mm, did they? From Adobe? Brag? No, no. I said, Where do you, what do you do? And she said, I, worked at, I work at Adobe. Hmm. Huh. So it was, you know, it's a question that I asked. But then I thought, I'm about to get a wealth of layers information if yeah. I want it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they might, uh, um, there's so many puns in the Derby, and I can't think of a good one right now. It's late. It's okay, man. It's all right. You know, the 11 o'clock hour, blood sugar levels drop. Whatever you can get. Yeah. Well, if I come yeah. up with anything, we'll be in close contact. Yeah. You know, email me or something. You got that. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, Cyrus. Keep up the good work. Yeah, Dave. I'll talk to you all later. Right. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Right, bye. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, this is Madam Luke. It's Madam Luke. It's an actual woman. It's a uh, three in, or two in the last ten this minutes. Is crazy, isn't it? I I have some suggestions for Cyrus. All right. For poorly attended punk shows um, from the '80s. Okay. Flipper. Wait. I don't know if you've ever listened to much Flipper. But even their hardcore fans would leave after about ten minutes. Why? Because they're awful. They're fu- I mean, they're iconic, and at the time, it's like it seems like a good idea at the time, and then they start playing and they alienate everybody. 
but you always go back again. It's it's a it's a tough relationship. I could never get into punk really. Like I my my punk knowledge is is garbage. I was just never that angry. Oh. You're I, you're I just, more in the. I don't think you have to be angry I, to listen to punk. I'm I'm not angry. I'm angry, but not about it. Not in a way that is satisfied by punk rock music. The time when you got into punk, I mean, that's those are supposedly the angry years, now, right? Yeah, I was angrier then. Right. That's the and I was into like political bands, political punk rock yeah, bands, like I was, the Dead Kennedys. I was listening to Cinderella and Bad Religion. Oh yeah, well, see, yeah. I was always <laughs> listening to. Yeah, I, I didn't really listen to. to like, when's that new Cinderella come out? Except for my gypsy rose. That's a great jam. Um, but I would listen to just everything. I was always omnivorous. Well, I still am. You know, you know what's kind of funny? Try I'm me. The, I'm the girl on the, in this conversation right now. But speak for yourself. I'm definitely not the biggest musical pussy in this conversation right now. That's probably me. Whoa. I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, it's okay. You know, I, I don't know who that Barb was aimed at, I that, but I feel like it might have been you. I think so. I, I think it might have been. Yeah. No, that's okay. I it was sort of a 12-gauge shotgun, kind of just anyone in my path. Across the bow. Yeah, it was just really. duck, because here it comes. Yeah. Why, you don't like Cinderella? Um, if they, I think bands like that were... I was amused by them. I lived in L.A. in the 80s. Like it, when the Sunset Strip was at yeah. its heyday, the whiskey and the rainbow and all that. And, it's of a place in time. Um, Wasn't Cinderella from Philadelphia? They were. They were no, but they're, they're of an ilk. Yeah, there is. They that. slid right in, yeah. Didn't, yeah. um. Yeah, the hair, just hair, like pretty, pretty hair boys. But did, like, didn't, um. Way fancier did, than a lot of other people. I know, not to brag, but I, uh, I'll go ahead and. But I know the bass player from Cinderella's cousin. Okay. And, uh, you know, he said he'd introduce me if, if uh, we were ever in the same room together. Still waiting on that, huh? Yep. Yeah. I hope that happens for you. Eric Brittingham. That's what the name was. I was trying to, I knew it was Eric uh, something. Tom Kiefer, Fred Corey, and Jeff Labar. Mm. That's that's the lineup, isn't it? Long Cold Winter, right? That was the album which you wrote. I have a uh, a form of autism where I can name all the members of uh, Cinderella. <laughs> it'll be it'll prove Very useful specific. at some point. Well, I feel like it just did. But someone on Twitter, Sir Absurd on Twitter, says that Fugazi's waiting room still holds up pretty good. I'm not mm-hmm. going to say that you meant to say pretty well. <laughs> but uh, I don't consider Fugazi hardcore. Which I is don't either. Why I uh, I feel like... They're they, kind of second wave to me. They're like, yeah, sort of post-hardcore, I think. Yeah. And a, a great like band. I, we were just talking about them before the show, in fact. Hmm. As aging, as aging white guys are wont to do. Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, Cinderella. I never saw Cinderella. My friend Tom interviewed Jeff Labar from Cinderella. He was the drummer? 
No, he was the guitar player. My Jesus bad. Christ. My bad. It's been 20 years. And uh, he explained to him how, you know, because they always did that thing where they would flip the guitars around their back. Okay. You know, like the ZZ they Top would move. go. Yeah. No, well, no, no, wasn't I'm it? sorry. Ingve Malmsteen did Sling it. it. Like you sling it around your shoulder. You whip it you. around. Yeah. And you're just ripping a solo, and then you go, hey, we'll be right back. And you whip it or send it around the horn. And uh, he said they would use seat belts like material to, okay. to get it so it was really... Not a lot of friction there, so yeah, slide. Yeah, they could just whip it around. Yeah, it's a... What but, happens uh, to the cord, though? I could never figure that out. you got to have wireless. wireless. I may or may not have attempted this in my lifetime, and it was really a mess. I, it may, may or may not have been really a mess. My, I have a friend... Uh, my friend Tim, he had a really nice guitar, and he was trying to to do that trick, because Cinderella was on MTV all the time doing that, and we were teenagers, so we were like, uh, we should probably figure out how to do that, mm-hmm. and uh, and so he kept, and then this other kid knew how to do it, but he had a really cheap guitar, so he had you know it wasn't a big deal if it went horribly wrong, but Tim had a really nice guitar. And he kept whipping it around, and it was, like, kind of working, but it wasn't awesome. And I was like, just do it one more time and really whip it. <laughs> just give it some gas. <laughs> and he whipped it around, and the the uh, strap popped off. strap popped off, and the, the guitar went crashing to the ground, and the headstock broke off. Ooh. And, uh, That's as bad as it can get. And he was really upset for some time after that. And I was arguably to blame. Yeah. Um, Wade Snook in Southern California says circle jerks, group sex. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't circle consider jerks, no. circle jerks to be hardcore. They don't stand up. They don't hold up. Well, they're also not hardcore to my mind. It was kind of joke core. And, is that Rambozo uh, the Clown? Is that circle I, jerks? I feel bad saying that, but they don't hold up. Bad religion holds up. Black flag holds up. Well, bad bad religion is that's just one song over and over and over again. Well, and it and it also it's kind of one album over. It doesn't well, hold up. <laughs> if you like suffer, you like everything, I guess. No, it does hold up. If you like, yeah. But, the, but, but the it's the like what? You know, so many bands. If you like, it's just like you like them. Yeah. Like the Ramones had one song. Uh, you're wrong. Well. You're totally wrong about that. I love the Ramones. Well, the Ramones are great. Tender. They, the Danny's, um, what is that album where they got all mushy? Uh, Danny says we gotta go, that one. I don't know. Well, they were always like a, a girl group. It's a ballad. They would just play girl group songs mm. fast. That was but their I whole think thing. A lot of bands are Genius. Like, there's very few bands that are really, really far-reaching. Like XTC, they've got, they've got all kinds of weird chops. Don't drag XTC into this. <laughs> I got layers. <laughs> oh, Pat's. This is some. Wade Snook just tweeted. I mean, we we should check this out. It's just the audio, but I forgot about this. Did, were you aware that Cinderella did a, a chili dog commercial? 
Oh, I'm glad you asked. Well? Wait, listen. Wow. See, yeah, you guys can have your punk shows. I'll, I'll be, I'll be at this one. They, they, Jeff Labar, it should be noted, is not in the band yet. It does not appear to be in the band. These are the early days. Well, yeah, they're it's pre uh, Gypsy Rose. Yeah, if they're doing a hot dog commercial. <laughs> I don't. know. I wonder. You can get them on the show. What, get Cinderella? Yeah. The whole lineup? I think you can. I don't know if I could handle that. It might be too much. You got Chapo in here last week and made it happen. That's true. Yeah. All right, let's get Cinderella. All right, I'll work on it this week. It's a deal. Nice. I bet we could. They got to do the Pat's pro- Whoa, dogs soon, though. They, they probably don't like... You prob- they probably like take umbrage with that if you bring that up. Don't bring that one up? Don't bring up the Pat's... Well, maybe if you asked in a way that wasn't like... The 11 o'clock hour when everybody's feeling loose and friendly. Making fun of them, which I wouldn't. No. You know? Tell us about the time when you were struggling to make it and you had to do a local hot dog commercial. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Next thing you know, you're... Uh, opening for David Lee Roth. They opened for David Lee Roth? Yeah, that's when I saw him. On Where, the, on the Eat Him and Smile tour? No, uh, Little Ain't Enough. Extreme Cinderella. A little ain't enough. DLR down at the art center on the parkway here. Wait, a little, a little post skyscraper. That's a little ain't enough. If I'm not mistaken, was the third solo David Lee Roth album. Mm. Are you counting Crazy from the Heat? No, it was the fourth. Crazy from the Heat was an EP. Right, so you're not counting that. No, I'm not counting that because I said three and a half full album. Jesus. Okay. I think it was. Now I need to check on this. I think this. you're right. Why Why would I want to confirm this? Because I won't be able to sleep. You don't want to misdirect the fans. Yeah. It was good Yet, to it is the third... The third uh, solo album. Yep. Can I recommend a fun game before I hang up? Please. Sure. You can try. You go on online and look up uh, 80s glam bands and you just look at the images and have a contest with your friends with, spot, it's called Spot the Drummer. <laughs> and it, it can be really, really fun because, as is the case a lot, sometimes the drummer was the hired gun or the mercenary in the band. and But those bands are so based on how they look in their image that they would sometimes get these guys who are you know, 10, 15, 20 years older than the rest of the band or clearly not into the same things, but they'd have to like zhuzh them up to make them fit in. Like Tico and, Torres in Bon Jovi. Yeah. I think it, he's 40 years older than John Bon Jovi. <laughs> right. Spot, Spot the Drummer is a really, really fun fun game. We used to play it in um, with BAM Magazine, the Bay Area Music back in the day and it's it's still fun games 
It sounds like a fun game. It is. I'll, I'll allow it. I'm playing By the it way, right I don't know why I took a shot at Tico Torres. <laughs> I mean, not? John Mayer, like, yeah. But that's low-hanging fruit. But to be on a, the radio in New Jersey and take a swipe at Tico Torres? <sighs> what's going on with yeah. me? It's all right. I, I didn't take a swipe. I was saying he's older. He's not even that much older. I'm looking at him now. He's six years older than John Bon Jovi. <laughs> That's not that big of a deal. It's hardly a difference at all. Man, poison doesn't look the same anymore. I'm going to make way for your next female caller. That could be weeks away, but thank you for calling. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great night. All See right. you. Oh, we have just a few minutes. It was nice to sort of have a guest-free night. I don't know if the listeners agree or not. Take a breather. Des, but it was nice to just kick back. I didn't have to go up and down the steps 20 times, so that was cool. Not that, that was I, really cool. Not next, that I mind it. Next week, we have seven guests. Okay. I can't remember who's on next week. The following week, uh, I know Joe Pear is on. Nice. And maybe some other people I had to check. In my, my calendar book. As it fills up? Yeah. No, I think... I don't know. I don't have it all in front. That's just what I remember right now. In this late hour. Joe's a great guy. Oh, yeah. Favorite of the show. Uh, next week is Cinderella, I believe. Oh. The original lineup of, of Cinderella. Don't tease me, Dave. I'm going to get on this. Tom, Tom Kiefer. Kiefer. He's he got to be on Twitter. F- he can't be far off. He can't. I mean, he's got to be around. He's living down Tom's River, maybe. Tom's River, where's that? It's down the shore. Jesse's up next. You can hear him rumbling. He, here he is with the original lineup of Cinderella. <laughs> You've been listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show. We, we have five minutes left. Time. If anyone, you know, actually, yeah, we should get, let's take this call because I feel like this might be the call we're looking for. Okay. Hello. Hey, Dave. Oh. Can you imagine? Can you? I didn't think I'd be in any condition to are press you, the redial button. Are you, are you remarkably stoned right now? Yes. So baked. Remarkably. You sound like you're in, like, the fetal position in the elevator or something. <laughs> I'm sitting on the bed next to a guitar that's unplugged now. All right. You all want it? Mom's got to sleep, so yeah. yeah. I was hoping it was loud. What's you going, are you going to do the station ID? Oh, that's why I called. Yeah, because we, we just have a couple minutes here. Jesse's up next. Uh, yeah. WFMU East Orange. How, how, no, I, I, I'm going to stop you just very quickly. Why don't you say you're listening to... Sorry. W- You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill show on okay. WFMU, <laughs> East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, 91.9 in New York City and Rockland County, and in the little matrix of the matrix at WFMU.org. You don't even have that written down, do you? Why should I write it down? He's good. He's got it memorized. Even stoned. Everybody here has to look at the sheet of paper on the wall. <laughs> Facts. Well, you got lives. Possibly. Nice work. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you, Ing Dave. We, we have just over a minute. 
Tom Kiefer's online too. Tom Kiefer's online too. Oh, speak to you next week. All right. Thanks, Ing Dave. Hello, you're on the air. We have we have just a minute. Hey, what's up? Uh, I think you should have emulated uh, any Vincent's invasion with the guitar twirling. Oh, good call. You raise a good point. He had the he had the uh, get like a rivet or something, and the end of the guitar shaped like an X. Yeah. Or an X on it, and he spin it. It was it was pretty cool. Good. Thank you for reminding me of that. What's your name and where are you calling from? Jerry, I'm calling from Belleville. Bell Belleville? Yeah, Belleville. New yeah. Jersey. Yeah, say like seven. Belleville. Excellent. Well, thanks for calling. We got to go because Jesse's up next. Got it. Later. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. We'll see you next week. See you, Dave. See you, Des. Uh, we have 15 seconds. Well, Jesse, what? Turntable one? Yes. What could possibly go wrong? Thanks for listening, everybody. Stay street, stay hydrated. Get tested.